Today's podcast is sponsored by First Amendment Comedy Takeover, July 23rd to the 28th. Go to factphilly.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Tuesday, June 25th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. A domestic dispute and stabbing led to a deadly triple shooting Monday night in South Philadelphia, according to Philadelphia police. It happened in the 2100 block of Bailey Terrace. Police are also investigating whether a fatal shooting on the same block two hours later may have been related or an act of retaliation. Police said about 940, right before the triple shooting, there was a domestic dispute in which a 26-year-old man was stabbed in his arm. Police say it was that man who then shot three people. In that incident, a 42-year-old woman uh, was shot just feet from her front door. Officials say she died at the hospital. A 51-year-old woman was shot in her thigh. She's in critical condition but is expected to survive. And then a 59-year-old man was shot in the hip and is in stable condition. Police say they caught up with the 26-year-old man at the hospital where witnesses identified him as the shooter. He was taken into custody about two hours after the stabbing uh, and shooting. About a half a block away, a 24-year-old man was shot at close range and killed. Police are investigating whether that was related to an earlier shooting. Anyone with information uh, is asked to contact police at 215-686-TIPS. That's pretty brazen because they, I'm sure they were still investigating police around that area and and vehicles and and just probably within sight distance yeah yeah thousands of flies are swarming upper darby township from lansdowne to drexel hill homes with fly traps in their backyards can be seen many residents (laughs) many residents are also taking a social uh, taking to social media to post pictures of the fly traps that they have hanging on their fences and in their backyards they're saying it's it's an eyesore too it's unbelievable i mean they're like it's bago flies you see i mean they're just kathy Filled Ooh. with squirming flies. One resident called it a Delco apocalypse. Uh, neighbors, <laughs> yep. Delcopolis. Delcopolis. Yeah, uh, neighbors in Upper Darby Township say they can't stop hearing flies buzzing around their backyards. Another resident said she had two fly traps that holds about twenty thousand flies. They're both filled, and she needs to get a new one. Yeah. Delco. <laughs> got to need a machine. Got to need a fifty caliber. Flamethrowers. By the way, that's my favorite Delco drop. We haven't heard that in a long time. Charles Rickenbacker with the Philadelphia Insectarium and Butterfly Pavilion talked to 6ABC and said getting your own pest control is important. He said that the Insectarium... It's actually rather interesting thing when you ...sells uh, Max Force fly spot bait, which is meant to kill flies in your backyard but should not attract any more flies than what's already around your yard. Uh, the Insectarium also said red eyes indicate that these are common house flies, but they aren't sure why there are so many flies congregating in backyards around Upper Darby Township. Not only are the traps creating an eyesore in the neighborhoods, but neighbors say that they can't stand the strong odor of the traps. I didn't yep. know a trap would have odor. Yeah, I saw them interviewing people and they said that they stink because it needs to attract the uh, the insects. Oh. And I guess there's some kind That's of a win-win. scent that needs to get out there. And they, Is it like a sweet scent? or I, No, they said it smells bad. I don't really? know what I don't know the description of the smell, well, yeah, but they if, said it's unpleasant. If you think about it, like your trash that smells disgusting, yes. you always find flies yep. swarming around there. So. Yeah, Dog it poop. might smell like rotted food. Yeah, what are flies drawn to? Some neighbors said that the traps cost about $8 a bag, and they have multiple bags in their backyard. One neighbor says that she goes through a bag a day. Oh, my God. Now, a woman found a cobra on her patio yesterday in Falls Township, Bucks County. Yeah. <laughs> it's a wild story. Dude, a, a cobra? Well, listen, it's all tied in. So, right. Uh, okay. Cat- it was flown there by flies. <laughs> <laughs> Delco brought it. Well, because I, I have 
<laughs> I have snake nightmares from time to time. And well, I, ju- well, and I well, listen to the story. This, I this just old... had one. Right. Kathy Kehoe says that she knew right away it was a cobra. She says Blue Jay squawking outside of her apartment window uh, led her to cobra, walk over. Cobra! To see what was happening, she said on her patio was a cobra. She snapped a few photos first. Then, as the snake slithered away, the great-grandmother chased after the four- to five-foot snake into the yard and killed it with a shovel. What? She, she, like, she was describing, Kathy, that she, she stopped it yeah. uh, with the shovel, stopped it by the tail, and then when it stopped, she took it and went down on the neck below the head. And they're yeah. saying she's lucky that she didn't miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so Kehoe thinks that the venomous reptile may have been roaming around the apartment complex for months. You remember back in March, authorities went to this same apartment complex and they removed 20 venomous snakes from a neighboring apartment, including 12 wow. cobras. Mm-hmm. She said that she was worried all along that some of the snakes had escaped. Uh, Kehoe says that she knew she needed to kill this one to protect the kids in the neighborhood. Just want to say that things like this never happen in Montgomery <laughs> County. <laughs> oh, my God. That's not true. Just wait. I know. <laughs> <laughs> now tomorrow. you just asked <laughs> for it. Montco is... Huge. (laughs) Send us your Monco stories. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's unclear whether the snake is connected to the apartment that was raided in March. What is clear is that Kehoe is terribly lucky that she didn't miss. Most snake bites occur when someone tries to attack or capture the reptile. In sports this morning. The Phillies beat the New York Mets last oh, night in South oh, Philly. Oh, Michael Franco it. hit a go-ahead two-run home run. Reese Hoskins, Gene Segura, and Jay Bryce. Uh, Bruce also went deep, and the Phillies beat the Mets 13 to seven. Ending a seven-game losing streak. Zach Eflin struggled through five innings, allowing six runs and 11 hits. The Phil scored only 15 runs total during the losing streak, but were able to score 13 last night. They still gave up seven runs. You know, like, I... I hate to be that guy, but uh, they still gave up seven runs to a terrible baseball team. The four-game series continues tonight. Jake Arrieta will get the start. Game time is scheduled for 7.05. At the Women's World Cup, the Americans beat Spain 2-1 to advance to the quarterfinals in the tournament. Uh, Megan Rapino scored both goals, both on penalties, including one in the second half to lead Team USA to the victory. Up next is a match, a matchup against the host French that will take place in Paris on Friday afternoon. And the Flyers have re-signed restricted free agent defenseman Travis Sanheim to a two-year contract with an average annual value of $3.25 million. 23-year-old Sanheim recently completed his second NHL season, appearing in all 82 games, picking up nine goals and 26 assists for 35 points. The Flyers also acquired forward Tyler Pitlick from the Dallas Stars in exchange for forward Ryan Hartman. Pitlick, who was 27, played in 47 games in an injury-shortened season, recording eight goals and four assists for 12 points. And that's what I have for you this morning. His name is Pitlick? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Well, hey, welcome, uh, friend, to a Tuesday morning. We are all set to go. We have a very cool day set up for you this morning. We have a lot of things to give away. We have that uh, Spider-Man screening uh, that we will have a chance for you to win tickets to. Uh, we also have Pink's Hot Dogs stopping by this morning from uh, King of Prussia Mall. They're in the food court, and uh, they brought a bunch of stuff to give away, so we'll have your chance to win those. Today is Tattoos Day, so we're going to be giving away an opportunity for you to win a free Preston and Steve tattoo from our friends at the amazing Philadelphia Eddie's, uh, which is in South Philadelphia. It's 621 South 4th Street, so listen up. In fact, you can go ahead and, and get on that now. Yeah. 
text the word tattoo to 39333, and we will grab ourselves a winner before the show is up. But guest-wise, we're very excited today because in our studio will be actor David Harbour. He plays Hopper on Stranger Things. And he's been in a gazillion movies, just to name a couple of them: The Equalizer and Black Mass. We love his uh, his scenes in that movie. End of Watch, which yeah. is one of my favorite movies. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's really good in that. And uh, Suicide Squad. Uh, yeah, that is correct. Yeah. yeah. So he is in, and he's here to promote Stranger Things season two. It's coming up on July fourth. Netflix. So excited for this. The, first, the so. first two seasons have been home runs, and uh, the trailer for this third season looks amazing. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you had no, like no, this. no. I, I held number three because you said season two. Oh, I'm so, sorry. Oh. I didn't. I wanted. I didn't want to jump in there. I got you. To correct you. Season three. Yes. Sorry about that. Of course, yes. And uh, the third season looks pretty awesome. So uh, he's going to be stopping in a little after nine o'clock. Uh, we also have to remind you that we have the belly flop championships coming up. It is battle of the sexes this time around. I had and no idea, he... Preston, how popular this is with women. Uh, uh, yes, it is. <laughs> well, for for to uh, it's popular with women as far as being spectators. Yes. Now, what we need are women to sign up for this. That's a good clarification. We wanted to get some ladies on board we're doing battle of the sexes and uh, we have a number of great entries from people who want to be a part of this and possibly win five hundred dollars cash and rolling stones tickets we have prizes for each gender and as of now there is one lovely lady who is guaranteed to win the whole thing because she's the only woman that signed up so far <laughs> yeah so there we need other ladies to be a part of this and i know it might be a bit of a stretch but all you got to do is jump into the pool and do a belly flop. Now, I guess women maybe don't belly flop that often. Well, there's other things involved with it, too. I mean, obviously, uh, what what it's become is it's sort of an aquatic version of the cardboard classic because there's a lot of presentation and, and there's costumes and things that are involved. So if you get creative, you could have a good shot at this. Yes, you could. So we need you to sign up now, WMMR.com. You can do that, PrestonandSteve.com. Make sure that you get to it. Go to the events portion of the website. Uh, the deadline to enter is when? Wednesday, July 3rd, I have here. So, you need to get on this as soon as uh, as you can. And don't forget, it's a 21 and over event, and it is free for spectators to come in. Doors that open at 5 p.m. We'll be at the Valley Beach Poolside Club at Valley Forge Casino Resort. So, please get signed up now. We always have a great time. Absolutely. Yeah. And also, speaking of having a great time, mm-hmm. you can be with either Casey or Nick, Wednesday night or Thursday night. They're headed to Club Risque, and I want to give away some of these passes. Now, it's not only your chance to... Hang with the fellas and the ladies at Club Risque, but also you can end up in the cash boob. That's right. The cash boob. Just call it cash booth. In the cash yeah, booth. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's confusing. Yeah, yeah, it is confusing. They have a cash booth where you get in, you know, and the fan turns on all the money blows around to grab as much as you can. It's that type of thing. Now, if it actually was shaped like a boob, yes. it's, it's, not. Not. it's, but it's not. It's a box. It's uh, a box. So it's your shot to grab cash and other prizes in the cash booth that night. But it also includes a one-hour VIP open bar starting at 8 o'clock. So if you would like to go, let's say we'll take eight callers right now. And you can either go, like I said... Wednesday night with Casey in Bristol or Thursday night with Nick at the Philadelphia location of Club Risque. 215-263-WMMR. Men or women? Yes. 21 and over. Give us a call right now and uh, we can take care of that right as we speak. So let's take a quick break. Come back in a second. I got a huge stack of entertainment stories that I want to run by you as well as a listener-based. Somebody gave me a good trivia question this morning for these stupid questions. So we'll come back in just a second. More chances to win. And we'll lay the stories out for you. Be right back. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. 
Steven Singer's Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Rings are ready to go. <laughs> Whether your budget's $500 or $5,000, Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so the stupid question this morning is going to net you a $50 Rita's Water Ice gift card. And like I said, I got this question. This is from podcaster Libby, who listens in Ellicott City, Maryland. Nice. And she said, I learned this today and thought of you. So here is the question that I have for you. What is the name of the currency in Vietnam? 215-263-WMMR is the number. I never knew this. What is the name of the currency in Vietnam, 215-263-WMR. Call right now, see if you know the answer. I'll go through some birthdays Yes, while we are awaiting your answer. Uh, today is Tuesday, June 25th. Mike Kroger plays bass for the band Nickelback. He is half-brother of Chad Kroger. He's only half-brother, huh? Yeah, so I guess they have the same dad, but different yeah. moms. And uh, he is celebrating his 47th birthday today. I wonder when those guys will come out with some new music. It has been a long time, and they're a bit of a, you know, they can be a, the butt of a lot of jokes as far as rock sure. music goes. But you can't deny the fact that they write very hooky songs and have made a whole lot of money and sold a lot of records. Well, they definitely turned it around for me because I would make uh, jokes about them all the time. But we uh, we actually got to interview, uh, who was, was Chad, who was in the studio? Chad, and who I, else? This was someone else, wasn't he? Yeah, but I forgot yeah. who else from the band came with him. But, but really... Um, Really cool, self-deprecating. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Chad or Mike, I'm sorry, celebrates his 47th birthday today. Uh, Jamie Walker, he's been here before. Uh, JJ oh. Evans, good times. Uh, 72. I can't remember. Won't was do he the good? dynamite thing. He's okay. He was just okay. No, Jamie right? Walker. Yeah, he wasn't. He, you know, he's one of these guys who's not, not totally enamored of that past. Yeah, so, that whole dynamite. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. In fact, I, I remember playing a comedy club years ago, Preston. Uh, he had played the weekend before, and he wrote on the wall, um, uh, just one more stop on my way down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had, as a kid, and this was in the late 1970s, I had a J.J. Uh, a, a Walker, uh, or J.J. Evans, I guess the character yeah. he played, but I had a J.J. Doll <laughs> with a pull string on it. Oh, my God. He pulled it. <laughs> Dynamite! Dynamite! I would say oh, it, man. you know? So, you know, he was on top of the world at one time. Yeah, John Amos was supposed to be the big star of that show, and he and that character took off, and that was it. Yep, so uh, Jimmy Walker is 72 today. Tim Finn, uh, lead singer of the band Crowded House, guitarist as well. Big also, fan of Crowded House. Also in a group called Split Ends, uh, if you remember. They kind of had one yeah. Song called "I Got You." If you remember that song, I, I do like that song. So who's who's touring with um, Fleetwood Mac? Uh, he is, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's uh, he took over for the Lindsey Buckingham spot, right. uh, and he's celebrating his 67th birthday today. Yeah, great song, great video too. I actually used to sing this song in the image. No. Did you really? Yeah. You were the singer. I could just barely hit the highest notes on this song. I can't do it. Anymore. Give us a taste. No, 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 no. <laughs> I am not a singer. Uh, so Tim Finn is celebrating. Oh, this is I Got You. This is yep. a great song from Split Ends. Uh, so he celebrates his 67th birthday today. Never know. Maybe Jackie, who's in for Pierre, will play sometime. No, nah, he's not in for Pierre. Pierre's back. It was, a, it, was oh, it was a one day. It was a one day oh, thing. Oh, I thought it was like a week or two. Oh, maybe Pierre will do it. Yeah, but he crushed it yesterday, Preston. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> okay. He really did. Did he tell you that? Or yes. You, okay. All right. So. <laughs> uh, By the way, it's Neil touring with the uh, Fleetwood Mac. Oh, it's Neil Finn. Yeah, yeah. 
I was incorrect Idea. about that. Well, it's an easy mistake. Okay. Well, who was Neil Finn with? Was he with uh, Crowded House? As yeah. Well? No, you're right at everything that you said uh, up until that point. Uh, Tim Finn is not touring with Fleetwood Mac. Neil is. Okay. So he was co... Tim, wait, but hang on a second. Tim Finn and Neil Finn were both in Split Ends. In Split Ends. Right. But was Neil Finn in Crowded House? I don't think he was, was he? Uh, I don't care anymore. Who cares anymore? Yeah. Jeez, you know why? Because I feel brutalized. It's Linda Cardellini's birthday. There oh, we go. I, I like love her. her, man. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, it, it's funny because they, she was supposed to be the, in like Scooby-Doo, uh, your Velma. Velma's supposed to be unattractive, <laughs> but she's too attractive to be unattractive. Yeah. So it really wasn't working. Uh, so she was Velma. She was also in Mad Men. Uh, she was on ER, Avengers Age of Ultron. She's in that. And actually, in Endgame, she's part of that. She was in Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, uh, that's correct. And she's on a show right oh, now on Netflix. Is she? Yeah, with oh, uh, Christina yeah, yeah. Applegate. That, that's correct. That's good. Kind of, they have this weird little dynamic. Oh, yeah. The two yeah, of them. The I watched it. I loved it. What, yeah. what was you, it called? Uh, Dead to Me. Did Dead you finish me, yes. it? Because I'm. I did. I think four episodes in or something like that. I did. All right. And yeah, it, it's like there were a few times where I was like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. And she got started on Freaks and Geeks, right? Yeah, she did. That was one of her first uh, breakout roles. So she's 44 today. Uh, Ricky Gervais, creator of The Office. Man, what a success. So the other, uh, about a week and a half ago, I watched back-to-back his uh, emceeing of the Golden Globes. And there is some of the funniest stuff. Yeah. He goes, I mean, he does not care at all. Yeah. And he gets up and surgically, and they keep having him back. And he's saying, why are you having me back? But some of the sharpest, funniest stuff. And you can see in the crowd, like, people are like, they're just (laughs) looking around like, well, didn't they decide to go with him because he he came up to accept one year? Yeah, and he'd had a couple drinks. Yes, and he was yeah, just yeah. kind of loose and having fun. They're like, this guy could host this thing, you know. If you get a chance, watch because there's about two or three of them that are just. And he he starts dissecting uh, celebrities that are still relevant, but mm-hmm. he's just hilarious. He's a hell of a talent. Yeah, FDA today and last birthday. Speaking of a hell of a talent, this young lady. Her name is McKenna Grace. She's only 13 years old. Um, did you see the movie Gifted with Chris Evans? I did, yes. yes. She's, she's really little, good. She's the little a little girl. girl. Yeah. What a talented young actress she is. She also played in in I, Tanya, which is a great movie. She played Tanya as a little girl. Oh, that's uh, right. At, yeah, at the yeah, beginning yeah. of the movie. Yeah, so she's only uh, 13 years old today. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the stupid question, what's the currency in Vietnam? And I will go to Elizabeth and see if she knows the answer. Hi there, Elizabeth. Hi, how are you? Good. Elizabeth, what is the currency that they use in Vietnam? A Vietnamese dong. The dong. dong. Yeah, hang on a second. Can you break a dong for two schlongs? (laughs) Elizabeth, we're going to get your info. We're going to give you a $50 Rita's gift card. The five-layer gelati is back at Rita's. You can add an extra layer of custard to your favorite gelati only at Rita's. And only for a limited time. Yesterday, Chicago police released investigative files and over 70 hours of video connected to the Jesse Smollett case. Uh, one video is a body cam video of officers responding to Jesse's 911 uh, call. And as previously reported, uh, he had claimed that he was a victim of a homophobic and racist attack in Chicago. He was later indicted on 16 felony counts of lying to police and allegedly staging the attack with those charges were later dropped. In the videos obtained by TMZ, Jesse still had a noose around his neck more than 40 minutes after the alleged attack. Cops asked the actor if he wanted to take it off, but he wanted them to see it before he did. 
Uh, he then told police that he didn't want to be recorded, and then they double-checked with him to see if, he, if it was okay for them to turn off their body cams. He also expressed concern about his neighbors knowing about the attack, and he mentioned that his attackers poured bleach on him. Another video shows the uh, Osandario brothers in a taxi before arriving at the scene of the alleged attack. Uh, they both were wearing hoodies. One of them is wearing a ski mask, and they were out of the car at 1.22 a.m. Uh, the alleged attack happened around 2 a.m. The site pointed out that when the brothers got out of the taxi, they don't appear to be holding anything, no noose, bags, or bleach. Uh, so they've released this video and take it's a ton of stuff. But what you will, all that was um, uh, undecided or up in the air the first go around. He's now quite likely going to be recharged with everything. Yeah, we'll see if that yeah. happens. Tristan Thompson has denied telling Khloe Kardashian that he was suicidal in the aftermath of his cheating scandal with Jordan Woods. God, how sick are you of this stuff, right? I mean, it's so ridiculous. On Sunday night's episode, Khloe revealed that Tristan threatened to kill himself. He threatened to kill himself, and I was so worried. After she found out about his (laughs) night with uh, Jordan Woods. However, a source told Radar Online a totally different story. The source said that he... Says he told Chloe he didn't want to live without her, but that didn't mean that he wanted to kill himself. Uh, the source continued saying he is pissed off because a, a ton of people, including his family members and NBA execs, are reaching out to him very worried. Uh, just let it go. Go. What kind of what kind of yeah. basketball player is he? He's good. He, uh, he's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was on a team with LeBron, and so when LeBron was on the Cavaliers, he caught some of the heat from that. Well, I mean, he's he's a good player. Yeah. He's a good supporting role. But once LeBron left and went to the Lakers, the Cavs sucked, and you right. know, that show, shows how good Tristan is. He's a good player, but he's not a, a superstar. Lamar Odom level? Uh, no, Lamar Odom was good. Yeah, Lamar's um, probably better. I, I would say if you were going to do like tiers, yeah. of, of skill. Uh, LeBron being like a first tier, I would say he's like third tier. All right. Yeah. By the way, Kim took to Twitter to talk about how uncomfortable it was to watch the episode uh, back. She said, as uncomfortable as reliving all this over again is, we've been so open with everything in our lives from giving birth, marriages, divorces, the good times and the bad. And unfortunately, this is the truth of what we went through. And I wish I could have it, it could have aired sooner. Can you wrap your mind around the fact that they sit there and watch themselves on their own reality show? Right. Come on. I know. I know. In other news, uh, not even 24 hours after the cheating scandal episode aired, uh, Jordan announced a new clothing line with Boohoo. How? What? Is what is her claim to fame? This Jordan that is suddenly now all over the news. She's, right? a, she's a regular on the TV show. Oh, there you oh, go. Oh, she is on the show? I think so, right? Okay, well, I mean, I her, at least her name is. She because... was a, a bestie to Kylie. We know that. Yeah. yeah. So a it's freaking nightmare. If she's on, you know, if her name is on the show, it's part of that. It's in that, you know, that, that group of people that watch it. It's a lot of eyes and ears. And so... Clothing line. Dear God. There you go. Clothing line. We should have clothing lines. We should, should we? Damn it. Kathy, you whip <laughs> yes. something put, up put for one us. together. I want an accessory line. Something okay. on the on the boohoo line or whatever the hell this is. That's what I, I want. Accessories. I think I could do that. Okay. All right. Well, let's look talk. at this, Gordy. It, it's if you really want to look like a hooker. <laughs> well, oh I my mean, God, who doesn't? Right? Yeah, look at yeah. that. We're looking at we're looking at video of her glasses that have a big bejeweled J and W on the lenses. Like yeah, you, you can't, can't drive with those. See. No, you can't see, Steve. You, you can't, can't see, Casey. You're gonna crash into things. Yeah. All right, moving on. Willow Smith is opening up about her sexuality, saying that she likes men and women equally. 
on the newest installment of Red Table Talk, Willow, along with Mom Jada Pinkett Smith and Gammy Adrian Benfeld Norris. That's her grandmother. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, it they, looks, by the way, like she's forty. They, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They talked uh, about polyamorous relationships with one thruple. Now, are you guys familiar with the thruple? Not familiar I, with the thruple. I had to look it up. Uh, so apparently, it's a three-way relationship. Oh, a thruple. Yeah. Oh. Thruple. Okay. Not okay, just, yeah, not yeah, just yeah. a menage a trois or a or a threesome. Yeah, a, a thruple is a relationship. Yeah, a thruple. Yeah, yeah. You know, a thruple. thruple. Yeah, a thruple. That's how oh, I a thruple. It. That's it. Yeah, a thruple. Okay. Well, oh, I, I thought it was like a through, but it's a thrup. Thrup, as in as in a couple, couple, a but with and a th- okay. So T H R. Yeah, thrup. Yeah, thrup. Yeah, thrup. Where I was five minutes ago. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, thrup. There it is. <laughs> yeah, a couple. Nick, could you give us one of those? Yeah, throw up. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I started this like a minute ago. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, no, your delivery was not together, up to snuff now. Yeah. You, you need to either sell it harder yeah. or uh, be convicted. Yeah, so absolutely my conviction. fault. You're yes. right. During the conversation, 18-year-old Willow has asked how she would see the dynamics of the genders if, if uh, she were in a thruple. Uh, she said, I love men and women equally, and so I would definitely want one man, one woman. What's Gummy saying about this? Uh, Gummy has not uh, I bet she's chimed in about this. Polyamorous as well. They she said, I, well, I think that um, uh, Jada had tried it one time. She tried a threesome, and she didn't care for it. But that's a threesome. That's different than a, uh, yeah, thruple. What about a... a- well, then, which could you would you call it a quadruple instead of a quadruple? We have, an, so, we have an associate who is in a, in a relationship like this, and I don't know if she's out about that publicly, so I don't I don't want to say her name, but um, she has a primary um partner and a secondary partner, hmm. and um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah and yeah. It, it, she's very open uh, in in her yeah. conversations with us about it, but I don't know if she wants to talk about that on air. But could you write that name down? Sure, but it's um, I'm sure you can guess who, as to who it is. But it, it's uh, very interesting because she brought in flowers last week, and she said this is from my par- primary partner oh. yes that's correct so oh well, there you go she said well yeah i'm holding up a name yes. right now that's what steve's reacting to so she said i love men and women equally and so i would definitely want one man one woman i feel like it'd be poly uh fidelitas with those two people i'm not the kind of person that is constantly looking for new sexual experiences i focus a lot on the emotional connection and I feel like if I were to find two people of the different genders that I really connected with and we had a romantic sexual connection, I don't feel like I would feel the need to try to go find more. So uh, what, uh, this show is on Facebook. Correct? Is it? I don't know. Yeah, it's don't, on and, Facebook. And how old is she now? Uh, that was my question. Yeah. 18. Okay. All right. mm-hmm. She's really pretty. Uh, I she looks a lot like Will. Uh, I mean, she's actually, I think, a perfect... Um, blend blend of, oh. of Will and Jada. Uh, Red Table Talk, if you want to check that out, Casey, it's on Monday noon at on uh, Facebook Watch. I'm not going to watch it, like, but I feel like... Uh, <laughs> at least you entertain the notion. No, I'm not going... Yeah, yeah. It's weird for me because like, I had like n- none of that with my fam- with my mom and dad like there, you know there that was sort of openness there was no yeah. openness so i i'm uneasy about that i right? would regularly attend swingers parties with my parents <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a um, blast it's just so to me that open conversation right. is weird yet i'm a, a little envious of it well, you time. do have open conversations with your mother about your, her VCR. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. Get that in mind. Some people don't like to talk they about that. They don't like to talk. Yeah. They think that's old, antiquated technology, yeah, exactly. and they prefer that you not bring it up. Right? Uh, we, we have that pretty open dialogue in my household. Yeah. And uh, that is 
part of my wife's encouragement and helps bring that out. And I think it's I think it's healthy. I mean, everybody to each his own, and everybody has their own family dynamic. But that's kind of the way we roll, and so. that's totally fine. We mm-hmm. we were considered an aberration growing up because my dad. My dad, you know, you remember the first two movies we rented, yeah. Jaws and Deep Throat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was, uh, it was a, a, a broad spectrum. Uh, John Stamos. John Stamos. John broken Stamos. his uh, silence on his longtime friend and co-star Lori Loughlin's John involvement Stamos. in the college admissions scandal during an interview with E.T. Uh, Stamos wouldn't clarify whether Laughlin would be involved in the upcoming fifth and final season of Fuller House or is not. La- is Laughlin going to be in the new season? <laughs> uh, he said, I haven't been on the show yet and it hasn't come up. So I'm going when, to- when will you make a decision? Uh, he said, I'm going to talk to some people about this this Earth, week. Earth people? The Earth people and, and see what is going on. Uh, I said I'm. I'm just going to wait a little bit longer before I talk about it. What's so. What's going on with that idiot that used to say "cut it out"? <laughs> Dave Coulier. Yeah, we would like to dissect him. That's oh, you you uh, as a species. Yeah, would like to what, dissect his see body. See what went wrong. <laughs> Remember that whole annoying thing about the jackalope. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Oh, my God. Something went wrong there. In fact, he did I a mean, voice a... that was similar to yours, to exactly. be honest. Yeah. I'm, I'm a botanist. I, I know. Yeah. So uh, so you'll hand that over to the biologist. Yeah, the biology yeah, the department aboard the ship. Right. The very same ship of pricks that abandoned me here. E.T. got the exclusive with John Stamos. He added that it's a difficult situation for everyone involved. I don't mean just on our side. I'd be curious how they do handle that because yeah. I, I haven't watched um, uh, Fuller House, but I assume it, Lori Loughlin is fairly prominent on no, it, right? I don't think, no. That, she wasn't? Th- no, those guys will pop in from time to time. But, no, it's it's mainly about the girls, um, the, the daughters. Okay. And, well, and mine is Mary-Kate and Ashley. Um, Who never show up because they're antisocial. Uh, right. Creatures now. They, also they almost Net- look like chuds. Yeah, it's also Netflix. I I wouldn't be surprised if you saw her. There, hmm. um, it's not a major network who she yeah, can go worry about advertisers yeah. Yeah. and yeah. so on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what you mean. They took off the other. Uh, they, she was on a series on the Hallmark Channel, and they basically they gave her like a seven second. Oh, she's um, she's spelunking now. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, meanwhile, they have like how many shows about Ted Bundy. Now, obviously, he's not making any money off of that because right. two reasons. There's he, Fuller Ted Bundy. Yeah. <laughs> but he's dead and uh, whatever. But, like, <laughs> and then small Ted Bundy. Yeah, small, small wonder. Yeah, as small a kid Ted they Bundy, actually yeah. have a, uh, a robot serial killer. Right. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, so. <sighs> Mr. Belver Bundy. I wouldn't have a problem if she was on the show. It, uh, I, Listen, she's, she's until this is all resolved, it doesn't matter if she's if she pops up periodically as a character. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. They all seem to love her. Mm-hmm. All right, so Samuel L. Jackson is mm-hmm. not too happy about the new Spider-Man Far From Home posters. Jackson, who plays, of course, Nick Fury, is on a new poster sporting patches <laughs> on different eyes. No! Uh, Two patches at once or he, separately? No, no, separately. And he called it out via Instagram. He wrote, uh, what in the actual F is going on here? And then he had a couple of hashtags, one of them being left eye mother effer. 
Uh, fans also reacted, one writing, someone wasn't interested in doing their job, Samuel. Way to call them out. Uh, Marvel has not responded uh, to the mix-up. Spider-Man Far From Home opens on July 2nd. So I assume they just took a you know a photo negative of sorts, an opposite and it side, flipped, yeah. and flipped it. Maybe they didn't really think about it. So it wasn't like he wore the patch on two different eyes. And so which eye is it? Took pictures. It's... I'm pretty sure it's his left eye is the... Well, let me see. No, actually, I think it's his... Well, never mind, I, I think don't it's know. Well, you have a 50-50 eye. shot. You do. I was trying to think of the scene uh, in Winter Soldier when he lifts it up and you actually see that gray eyeball. I it's just want right. to say it's right eye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be- because also in, in uh, uh, Captain Marvel, you it's they explain how he got that. Right. And, uh, and I, I recall it being the right eye. Uh, <laughs> Nick, it's, had, Nick it's is full left. of pictures and it's, it's left and right. It goes and, back and forth. Yeah. Yes. Well, what eye was left eye Lopez? It was, was her left right eye. eye. No. Okay. <laughs> it was a, it was an ironic nickname, Steve, well, oddly enough. <laughs> no, uh, we're looking at video footage of this. Hang on a second here. It's uh, We will tell you in just a moment because this would not be a photo. It's his left eye that is covered up. So left eye over the pat, patch over the left eye. So All right. So just remember left eye Lopez and you should be good to go. Or the, go. Yeah. the L in Samuel L. Jackson. Perfect. Samuel, the left eye. That's yes. how you do it right there. Ellison hey, Wright. Netflix announced yesterday that George Clooney is set to star and direct in its upcoming adaptation of Lily Brooke, Brooks Dalton's 2016 novel called Good Morning Midnight. And it's kind of a post-apocalyptic drama, huh. which I'm always a fan of. Uh, Clooney is currently in pre-production on the Untitled Project with longtime collaborator Grant Heslove. The two previously won Best Picture Oscars as producers for... Uh, the 2012 drama Argo starring Ben Affleck, which is a great movie. Clooney said in a statement, uh, Grant and I couldn't be more excited to be involved with this incredible project. Mark is a writer, long admired, and the script is haunting. And we're thrilled to be working with our friends at Netflix as well. But they have no, no release date on that as of yet. Uh, newlyweds Chris Pratt and Catherine Schwarzenegger are currently honeymooning. And they're I know ho- where. Where? A Taco Bell Hotel. No. <laughs> They're in Hawaii. Oh. There might be one there. I don't know. But uh, it was two weeks after they tied the knot, uh, according to People magazine, before heading to Hawaii. Uh, The two spent time with their family, including Pratt's six-year-old son, Jack, on Father's Day. So I don't know where exactly in Hawaii they are, but they are enjoying it. You assume it's some sort of of exclusive place, right? Yeah, maybe they don't. Maybe not a resort. They probably have a home yeah. that they've rented out, you know, that's uh, <laughs> on an, an area where they can be alone and uh, not bothered right, by the right. riffraff. I don't know. Aldo Snow stayed at a resort with, uh, but it wasn't a honeymoon, so. Yeah, true. Okay. Mandy Moore has revealed that she almost gave up on acting before uh, landing her starring role on NBC's This Is Us. Uh, during a panel with co-star Susan Kelchi Watson, this past weekend she said, I contemplated uh, saying, I think this is it. I think maybe the universe is giving me a sign that maybe this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. See, life, life, uh, you got to be fluid. You got to go with the flow. And here she is on a successful series. So maybe I'm not supposed to be an actor anymore. Like, I've been incredibly lucky. I've had this really fruitful time earlier in my life. And maybe now I'm supposed to lean into something else. Uh, I said, I think at the end of the day, when I dig deep, uh, and I was like, acting is all. There was no plan B for me personally. Shut the f- up! Uh, this is just that period of building, and it's that period when I know I'm going to need this <laughs> as fodder and fuel for. Was she drowsy at this point? When I see the light again. I think life is good. I would want to be in a series. Like mm-hmm. 
So she's... Are you, are you okay? <laughs> Somehow another E.T. got in there. You look sick. Does so. she sing him at all anymore? Is she, that was all her... That's, that's, her good, that's what got her to the dance, right? I don't think she, I mean, is is doing recording any longer as far as being a you know a pop singer or anything like that. I know for a brief period... She's on acting. She was repairing truck engines. Okay. And, uh, well, that's good to have uh, a backup. Yeah, just no kidding. Something to fall back on. Uh, Ryan Reynolds took to Amazon under a fake name to give a review of his gin <laughs> under the fake name <laughs> Champ Nightingale. I actually read this. It's awesome. He wrote about aviation gin and wrote this past week. And as soon as I tried the gin, I knew right away it was amazing. It was the smoothest gin I'd ever tried and went down really easily. I had a lot. When I woke up the next day, I mentioned to my wife, Linda, that last night must have been a real blowout because I sp- I slept in my clothes, even my shoes. I also noticed it was really hard to look out the window at the Seattle skyline, partly because of the bright sun. I've always been sensitive to light, but also because I don't live in Seattle. I live in Coral Gables, Florida. <laughs> also, it's important to note, until that morning, I'd never met anyone named Linda. <laughs> He later admitted that he wrote the uh, review himself. So if this He's very clever. clicks with um, the public, look at the money that George Clooney made off his booze. Yeah, all you got to do is like 10% of what Clooney did and you'll be fine. I yeah. mean, it completely eclipsed any money he's ever made from performing. And uh, marketing of alcohol is such a huge part oh, of yeah. success as well. And he's got the right tools to do it. So. But alcohol can be trendy, right? So, like, yeah. uh, tequila was trendy for a little bit. Agreed. Zima. Uh, Zima's definitely trendy. Uh, Bourbon's been on bourbon, a high for yep. a while, but I think it's starting to, uh, I think it's starting to uh, you know, kind of wane off a little bit. And I've, I've said for the past couple of years that gin was kind of the next thing. Mm-hmm. It's starting to be, but it hasn't really hit you know, really hard yet. Yeah. Uh, but me, I think he might be on the right path to uh, success. I know a lot of people who now claim to uh, to be gin uh, fanciers. So we'll see what happens. All right. And then uh, according to TMZ, Cooper Gooding Jr. wants the DA to drop all charges against him. Okay. The, yeah, alleged, of course he does. <laughs> groping incident since he accused his own words show that she has, quote, a warped mental state. Uh, the actor's attorney filed a motion to dismiss the uh, featured... To dis- file the motion to dismiss and featured several quotes from the accusers, uh, the accuser discussing her own mental health, which was taken from a blog. And the blog post, allegedly from the accuser, include lines like, I got diagnosed with depression, ADHD, anxiety disorder, and PTSD, and basically learned that my brain was one big fat mess. Uh, the attorneys also pointed out what they believe are factual inconsistencies on the part of the accuser, including getting her story mixed up, different time accounts, and a lack of conclusive video evidence, as well as an alleged screw-up in the way the NYPD investigated the matter. A judge has not yet ruled. A hearing is scheduled for Wednesday. So they are, you know, getting their case. Uh, it sounds like he might have a uh, legal recourse here. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. All right, we're ready for clips. And we're going to roll those out now. Animal Kingdom features Janine Cody, the matriarch of a family that makes their living through armed robbery and other criminal acts. And here, Ellen Barkin discusses why TV is the best place to work right now. 
certainly at my age, the good roles are on television and the good material is on television. The good people to work with are on television. There are exceptions, of course. I'm not getting offered them. Most women my age are not. So if I want to do work and be challenged, I'm going to go where the work is. Shut up, dummy. (laughs) She sounds delightful. Animal Kingdom is on tonight at 9 on TNT. She's insane. She really is. So she's super wealthy. She married some dude, and I think they're divorced now. Uh, so she's, you know, like a millionaire many times over. But she she is a really good actress. Perlman. Ronald Perlman. There we go. Yeah. I think in order to be a really good actor or actress, you have to be a, just a certain level of crazy. I think so. <laughs> it certainly doesn't hurt. Yeah, yeah in, the, in the creative world, you got to have a little bit of a, yeah. <laughs> Got to be open to being a little weird. Just a little screw loose so that you can, you know, live inside these other people. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do the next clip. 100 features the survivors of a nuclear apocalypse returning to Earth to find that a clan is now living there. In this clip, Eliza Taylor and Bob Morley discuss the challenges that come with interpreting their script. We never know what we're going to read. Yeah. Which is what makes, kind of, you know, our writers so clever and awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, it's, it's a challenge, which is great. We always have to kind of work go, hard okay, to try and figure it out and go, thing, okay, <laughs> right, yeah. we're going to get away with that this, yeah. this time. I don't, I, don't wanna, I don't think I want to see it. Uh, the 100 is on tonight, 9 o'clock, and that is on the CW. It's season 51, press. Yeah, there you go, season yeah. 51. All right, and that is what I have in uh, the entertainment report this morning. I want to remind you, we have Tattoos Day today. It's your chance to win a Preston and Steve-themed tattoo. It's a $350 gift certificate from world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo, and all you got to do is text the word tattoo to 39333. They do great work over there. Yeah, and in fact, they're at 621 South 4th Street, and you can uh, get tattooed by the area's top artists like Kyle Fitzpatrick. You can see his work on Instagram at Kyle underscore Fitzpatrick underscore or PhiladelphiaEddie'sTattoo.com. Take a look. When you get a minute, we are going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment or two in our studio today. David Harbour, the actor who portrays Hopper on Stranger Things, will be here a little bit after 9 o'clock. And Stranger Things Season 3 is hitting Netflix on July 4th. We'll be back in a moment. Here comes the MMR. What's going on? Join Casey Boy Wednesday from 8 to 10 for the Cash Boot Party at Club Risque in Bristol for your shot to grab cash and other prizes in our Cash Boot. Woohoo! 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. So we got a, uh, we have a cobra in Bucks County. We have flies swarming in masses in Delaware County. You throw in some locusts and frogs falling from the sky, and we're, yeah. we're, old, we're talking Old Testament. Hey, it's biblical there. time, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Delaware will run red with uh, blood. Yeah, yeah. Then, and uh, then we're done. Yeah, and then we're finished. Then we get some tablets, and we started our religion. Yeah, there you no, go. Uh, <laughs> it's, it, it is. Watching the news yesterday, I said exactly the same thing. It's just wild. Mm-hmm. But uh, the fly thing. Mm-hmm. So, listen, there have been times after, you know, we've had, so we've had a lot of rain. So you expect the... Uh, the mosquito population to skip up. But Preston, when they were showing these bags of flies at these people, yeah. Awful. I mean, I hate that sound. Yeah. I'm not a big fly fan to begin with, but what the hell? In the house, you put up some strips. These bags, which almost look like plasma bags, blood bags, mm-hmm. are just jam full of flies. Yeah. So we've had the. For years out where I live, we have the, uh, I think they're called Japanese beetles. I think that's what they are. 
Uh, they do all the songs. They do all the songs yeah. that you want. Yeah, the Japanese videos. Well, the bag of bug, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But they, but the difference is those things don't, they're not like flies that fly no. around you and swarm. They mainly stick to these plants and they eat them and they kill your plants. And that's why you put these bags out. But they, they fill up like huge bags full of these things. Uh, but these flies are filling up that way. And a woman who was talking to 6ABC was saying that she's going through like a bag a day. And they hold thousands of them, from what I understand. That's disgusting. Did you see any of the footage, Kathy? Yes. I mean, it's it... gross. The one woman said she had two bags, uh, twenty th- about 20,000 flies. They were full. She was going to have to get another one. Fly. I just want some flies. Um, you know, they actually seal up nicely. They be, they make a great gift the bag, uh, for the lizard in your life. The bag of flies. Yeah, look what I got you. Oh, my God. Uh, but it, it is. So what is causing the... Is this Is this a... It appears to be a massive increase in flies. They oh, don't yeah. know what it is. They said they've contacted um, Upper Darby Township and they haven't... The fly re- hotline? <laughs> the fly hotline. No, and they, they haven't responded yet because probably they don't know what the hell it is. Yeah, yeah. They said there's really no reason for the increase, but there is, and they're saying they're normal, um, everyday house flies. What's the deal with the... So with the Japanese beetles, and I remember my... Um, we were. We were in Maniunk. My neighbor put out one of those bags, and then we were reading a story that said the bags actually will draw yep. them into the area. Yep. And you're so it's a double edged sword. Exactly. Um, now with the flies, the flies are there. Yeah, the flies are there. Yeah. And by the way, somebody had texted in earlier because we were talking about the initial news story in the news uh, segment, Kathy, that uh, that it smells really bad. Yeah, I guess the traps smell bad. That's what I thought. And, well, what's going to attract a fly? Well, hold on. The email or the, the the message that was up on the screen here was saying that it's actually no, it's the flies themselves that smell. Oh, really? Uh, and in fact, I had a bizarre file story in the UK. There are these um, British flies. Well, they're, they they are having an, an issue with these insects that smell really bad. They they have like a, a rotting meat smell to them, oh, like the stink yeah. bugs. Yeah. No, not like stink bugs. Okay, not, not not like that. But they just they 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 put off an odor of some sort. They're they're swarming. They're 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 harmless, but they're swarming. They smell really bad, and and uh, they're just causing a bit of an issue. I just <laughs> I hate bugs. I, yeah, honestly, yeah. I know that they serve a purpose, but you know. So many of them are annoying. I was hiking yesterday, and the the freaking those gnats. Yeah. Ah, and, and and so I I always I don't care where I am. I'm wearing I wear sunglasses because it keeps them from they yeah Carter, keeps them from you your were, eyes. Weren't you at uh, my son is here in the studio? Weren't you at practice yesterday or something like that? And you said that they were the gnats were flying in your eyes. Oh yeah, they were just. All of my eyes. Like, I got at least three or four right in my eyes. That's oh, annoying yeah. as hell, the little bastards. And, and yeah. if you walk along, I guess they've all mastered the art of flying backwards because they, <laughs> they just hang right with you. Yeah. I was, uh, you know, down the shore this weekend playing miniature golf, and the golf course was fine. But there was, uh, like, two or three holes that were set back a little bit closer to the marshes, and that's where the bugs were the issue. But once you got away from that, that was fine. So. And flies down the shore are the worst because they actually bite you. Well, the greenheads, right? Yeah. Oh, my God, I hate those things. Yeah, they're disgusting. I hate so them. If you're going to get a land breeze, it's like, ugh. It'll ruin. It, it'll ruin. It'll your, ruin a beach day. It'll so ruin you, a beach day. Yeah. So, so remember, there was a while ago we talked about um, there were different tricks to keep, uh, to repel flies. Was it yep. flies or bees? Flies. I'm losing track of are all the... Are you talking the, about the bag of water? Bag of water, yes. yes. Yeah. Does that yeah. work? Apparently, it, that's what I've heard. People swear by it. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it seems like a you know, like a hex or something it does. like that to me. Like you're uh, suddenly uh, you just uh, 
left Hogwarts and you have a new spell for getting rid of flies. But for some reason, uh, some, some people like Kathy was saying, they swear by it. Well, so uh, do you know anybody who has, uh, uh, you know, is having to put up the bag of flies? Because... Oh, no, I don't know anyone in Delaware County. No, it, uh, <laughs> it's mainly just Upper Darby, Drexel Hill. They said, right? like, yeah, lands down to Drexel Hill. Yeah, and I'm just... It's a... kind of a... Bizarre area just to concentrate. I guess they they were looking at like where the bags were hanging because everyone has them in Mm -hmm. their backyard, and they said it's creating an eyesore as well. Right, I'm a uh, just a town over from Drexel Hill. I you know, but I have a mosquito shield, and I I obviously takes care of uh, uh, mosquitoes and ticks, but I don't know. If Maybe it, it would help with this. Hair, it takes care of anything we should else. Ask them. Yeah. You know, I'd buy like a pyro set from like a like a, a mm. rock band and just occasionally I'm <laughs> just shoot flames shoot up out of the ground. I have the chair, people. I love that. Uh, so and now word is the, the you know how I have the spotted lantern fly mm-hmm. issue in Montgomery County. We're in a quarantine. Apparently that is spreading now. Well, did you see, it's like destroying, completely destroying crops. Don't they travel on vehicles and things yeah. like that? They said they hitch rides Those on vehicles. little bastards. There was. There was I didn't uh, even know they had thumbs. Mm. I don't know exactly where it was, but um, it, it was a guy who had planted. He, he um, owned a winery and he was just starting it up, and they were like on par to be, you know, like ready to go this summer and let, because it takes a few years. Yeah. And uh, the the spotted lantern flies destroyed it. He's like complete, like not. He's in ruins. In ruins. Not one grape uh, remains. That's yeah. So how, that's a relatively new thing, this spotted lantern deal, yeah. right? It's they like said the three past, years ago. They said the past five years. They said it came over five years ago. Okay. Yeah, and we we've got we we so you know you mentioned an advertiser. I'll mention one too. Mm-hmm. Tara Lawn Care was the one who took care of my area, so I haven't seen any of them yet so far this year. Which and they great. take care of the the spotter yep. and lanternflies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they rehabilitate them and teach them trades. They do, oh, yeah, so that they're productive members right. of society. Many so. of them now work in the financial industry. Yeah, yeah. that one oh. picture you posted last year, I almost yeah. died. Yeah. I could not believe that you had that many. I love nature, but I hate it, it at the was same seriously. time. Yeah, there, there's so much. Um, now I get it, but these are things that are out of whack. Now they're in in concerning the flies. They're actually introducing a particular type of fish into ponds. Did you see this? No. no. So it, with... it, right in ponds in the area that are affected because they eat. Oh my god! All the, and it, so it's like a Looney Tunes yeah. cartoon. Where you get the yeah. you know you get the cat to kill the mouse, you get the dog <laughs> to kill the cat, you get a lion to kill the dog. You get the and elephant. The next thing you got an elephant, and then you, you get, get a mouse <laughs> to scare away the elephant. <laughs> exactly. That's what's happening. I I detest flies. Any flies get in the house? We have had for the longest time. We haven't had it up in a couple of years though. But we had a scoreboard. I made it a contest oh, in yeah. the house of whoever, you know, who if you kill the fly, you get to put a you know a little hash mark up next to your name on the scoreboard, and it made it into a contest because it was driving me crazy. We just kept getting flies in our house. We have a pull-out back, and we keep the door open from time to time. But you were over at my house, Steve. You saw the... The the uh, the magnetic thing I've seen on TV, which I'm fascinated with, the netting that goes over your door, it works. Wait, what is so, it? So it's like it's like twelve screen magazine. So when you go through, it opens up and then it immediately closes, like because it's you velcro it to your doorway, yeah, right? It's like, it's like a net that's so a you, curtain. So you just push it open when you walk out, right, and yeah. then it immediately in the, in goes back. In the middle, back. it's held together with magnets, and you just open it up and you go out, and it clicks back together when you even the, go through. like the dog can go through it, no problem. Oh. And it has and kept, robbers can go through it. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. It's kept the flies out. So it's uh, uh, you know, there's a bunch it. of different ones that you can get, but uh, okay. I, I was. 
My wife got it. And I'm like, oh, we need to get a screen door, honey. This thing is not going to work. And sure enough, it works. I, so, I, this is the first thing when I got to your house. I turned to Rochelle and goes, oh, does that work? I recommend it to you. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go to a couple of calls here. I have Mary on the line. Hi, Mary. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, Mary? Um, you were talking about the spotted lantern fly. Yes. Um, I work out near Cookstown. Okay. I'm actually on my way home now. We actually have to check our vehicles before we leave the parking lot because it started out in Berks County. Wow! So you're 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 obeying the 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 essentially the quarantine. You're checking to make sure that they're not going with you. Yeah, we actually it is company policy for us to actually check the vehicles before we leave. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Wow! And, and, and so they're, they're part of your rideshare program. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we actually you... they actually have to check the tractor trailers. Wow. Do you find them from time to time on your vehicle? On my vehicle, yeah. In our building, because I work at a battery factory. Yeah. Batteries. We'll actually walk through to go outside, and the whole hallway is covered with them. So this is a legitimate, I mean, this can throw the whole um, ecosystem out of whack, and it's starting to do that. Obviously, Kathy, you said it it basically eradicated a uh, a vineyard. Yeah. But the... um, so uh, it's good that she's following um, the rules of uh, yeah. checking. Could you imagine having to go out yeah. and check your car for bugs? And then w- what do you do? Yeah, I couldn't believe how it. bad it you was. They, they Smash them. Yeah. No, they flat out tell you, kill them. Kill them. If you see them, kill them. <laughs> you see what he's doing. You got kill him. <laughs> And they actually put like a. <laughs> go outside to my Prius. Going to check it for landing flies. If I see one, I'm going to kill it. Do you have the Delco drop, Casey? Death, oh, is, yeah. death is coming for you. <laughs> That's he perfect. destroyed my, my vineyard. <laughs> Rambo wine is no more thanks to you. No! No! He's got he's got like a uh, an earwig in a chair. <laughs> you know, tied up where you, buddy. <laughs> he's interrogating where, him. Where the lantern flies. I couldn't believe how bad it was. I my son had a soccer game at the in, in the beginning of the fall last year, and we were out in that area because this um, what is it called again? Spider fly. fly, yeah, hasn't made its way into Delco just yet. It's right. coming. It, yeah. you, well, Spider fly is coming for you. I'll tell you this though. The, now they're they're saying with that that this we're looking at what could be a really horrific year for the mosquitoes. And and the subject came. I was talking with my my wife gets savaged mm-hmm. by mosquitoes. I don't. Do, do you, I, I you completely one hundred percent? Like I can't go outside without. If if the bugs are bad, I will know immediately. Is it a fact? That certain people draw flies. I think so. Mm-hmm. Wait, flies or I mean, mosquitoes? Uh, mosquitoes. Yeah, yeah I smelly think it is. people. <laughs> yes, generally. Um, but uh, so is it a? F- if that is, do you think it's rooted in like pheromones? Or- I think it's a pheromone thing. Okay, I do. Yeah, I'm not sure, but it, but I think that people. Yeah, there are people that get it more than others. It's got to be the pheromone. I'm going to go to Rich. Hi, Rich. Good morning. Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy. What's up? What's happening? Yeah, I was telling your screener. I'm a truck driver and. We're required now to carry, like, papers if we go into a quarantine zone such as Monco, Bucks Code, areas of Delaware County, even as far as Newcastle County, that if we load our truck and trailer, we got to walk around it before and after. We got, If we go to a certain spot, we actually have to document if we see them, if we kill them, if we just everything. Like, it, wow. Rich, is this, is this the first time you've ever had to do anything like this in your trucking yeah. career? It's yeah, crazy. I mean, I just became an entomologist, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're getting your degree whether you like it or not. I mean, yeah, right. it, when I hear it, Rachel and Preston, 
it starts to bring into mind, you know, like the stand and these, you know, these erratic things that are happening, you know, quarantined areas. And, and, yeah. and, and well, yeah. Preston said they will kill trees with like and, and then we're not even in the worst of it. Next, yep. uh, I think August is when they start flying. Now they're just hitching rides on things. But then, like, they showed us, we've actually got pictures in our trucks, like, the, each stage of the of the, the larvae to the, to the full-grown, what to look for. It's ridiculous. Uh, no. That is weird. Thanks, Rich. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Take care. You're, you're right, because I remember the first time that I heard about them and saw them was uh, when football season was starting, because my daughter's a cheerleader. Right. And I remember seeing them when we were out, they were out of practice. So, yeah, August, that makes sense. Uh-huh. That's when they're they're going to start popping well, up. Well, listen, it, it, we will, if we need to, we'll offer our services if we need to check the, like, the Eagles cheerleaders for lantern flies. We'll we do, do that. that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, the, but the flies, let me go to Heather here. Hi, Heather, good morning. Not a poo, yeah. Yeah. Not a poo, yeah. What's up, Heather? Well, this whole fly situation is bull F. Really? Yes. You don't. Th- you you say you you you're uh, mad at it, or you don't believe it's happening? Oh, it's happening. Um, however, I'm in Wallingford, and about a couple of we- oh, a month ago, Memorial Day weekend, for some reason, we just our house and it, it was like an explosion of flies. You kill three of them, and then twelve more appear. Oh my God. Like Hydra. Like Hydra. Exactly. Yeah. They're huge, and so I yeah Hydra. So no, no, I'm saying I said so, Flydra. Flydra. <laughs> Let me ask you. So, at its densest, would you? I mean, are you literally like in a swarm of flies? Yes. So I, you know, I'm a nanny where I live, and I am like in the kitchen cooking or um, doing laundry, and I have over my shoulder like a dish towel, and I do like a like a like a whack. Yeah. And I I felt like I was some sort of an assassin. It was awesome. I was like they were dropping like flies. Oh, uh, I know that. And it, let me tell you something. There is a, a level of satisfaction. Thanks, but man. I remember having an apartment, Preston, where we had something. I. There was they were doing work in pipes outside or whatever the hell happened and suddenly we had an infestation of flies in the house. Mm-hmm. And I don't when you hit a fly, and do you sometimes see like a red I have I, I think if they're the blood sucking flies. I don't know. I don't I don't I, I do want to say I have before, maybe horse flies or something like that. It looked God, like a, I hate those a mini massacre in our house all wow. over the walls because you'd have to clean you'd hit them and kill them. But there'd be like a like a little blood dab. I'll tell you what's satisfying is when you get one in mid-flight. Oh yeah, whack <laughs> <laughs> right out of the air. I'm taking you down. That's right. <laughs> Death is coming to you. You do feel a bit oh like a predator or like a um, you know uh, an assassin, as Heather I'll was take saying. Care of this. Yeah, you got issues. I, I had two. I did have. I was rocking two fly swatters. You know, yeah. <laughs> I was almost becoming a drummer, Preston. I was, nice. I was Gene Krupa by the end of the evening. I have a, an electric fly swatter that I haven't used all that much, but uh, Chuck D'Amico was using one a couple of weeks ago, and he didn't think it was working. <laughs> so he zapped himself. He said he got himself pretty good. Dude, really? you yeah. can kick up quite a little charge. Yep, yeah. Um, I think so, I had one of those at one point. It looks either, like a little tennis racket. Yeah, we either broke it or or just kind of, you know, fizzled out. They're but I mean, cheaply made. When you have flies in your house and they land on food or something like that, I can't... Like, 
Man, yeah. yeah. Did you guys know that uh, some mosquitoes actually do prefer some type of people over others? Uh, blood type has something to do with it. So if you have, uh, I've heard that. I just always thought that was kind of a wild. <clears throat> what do they yeah, say this, is a popular a, type, Nick? This is according to Time Magazine. It's an article from uh, 2014. But uh, blood type O attracts more mosquitoes than others, A or B uh, blood types. So, uh, Steve, your theory about you know your wife getting chewed up more than you, it might, might depend on her blood type. Do you um, know what your blood type is? I think... You know, I, I Preston every year. So no. I, I, they tell me my blood type, and I forget. It's a good kind, though, and it seems to work. I remember okay. mine only because it's B positive, and I think of that attitude. B, B positive. B. Yeah. B. Mine's an A B positive, po- and I know that because I've never. It's the only A plus I've ever gotten in my life. <laughs> uh, so, but those are the ways to remember. Yeah. remember. Mine's unexciting. You know what? Speaking of. Uh, Mosquitoes and all this stuff, you know, I absolutely used to cringe. It's an old, old, old commercial, and I couldn't even stand watching it. It was for off bug spray. Oh, yes. And they would stick their arm inside that container full of mosquitoes, and you'd watch them all land and attack the... Unaffected uh, uh, or the the arm that hadn't been treated, right? And then yeah. they go on, oh, and then they spray it on. Then and the guy had a lot of hair on his arm, yeah, and they never land on him. I always hated that. Yeah, oh, it's just a little the gross. Idea of it. And I, you know what, bug spray. I, I hate bug spray. It's got to be good for you. You're spraying right? chemicals all yeah, over your body to, to kill bugs. <laughs> How mother, could it not be good for you? You would have a heart attack if you put that stuff. Oh on my gosh! Did yeah, you ever yeah, use yeah. Skin So Soft? That was a bug spray yeah. that we would use quite a bit. But my mom would uh, use that as sort of a home. It worked. Yeah. You know, you know what? We would eat uh, pop tarts filled with citronella, mm-hmm. and that would take care <laughs> of it. Yeah. And does citronella work? It's never. I works. don't it think good. it. It's works. a crock of crap. Sometimes you find the dead mosquitoes in the burning. They're eating. <laughs> They're there with little napkins on. Uh, you burn those stupid candles. Here you go. Here's the commercial. Oh, look, we have the, they're showing the commercial of the dude getting bit by a oh, thousand man, mosquitoes. It. Arm. Show it again for one Kathy. more time. One yeah. more time. Oh man, I can't see. I will say, Preston, that. I pl- I do use. Here, look. Oh, gross. Isn't that? How That's could disgusting. that man volunteer to do that? I'm sorry. Well, go because ahead, he's be- he's getting paid seventy cents. Yeah, <laughs> it no. was back in the fifties. I have uh, citronella plants in my backyard, though, to try to help. I I don't know if it does, but okay. uh, we do plant them. So, uh, if. This commercial, Preston, as much as it repelled you, uh, it seemed to be effective. How much more convinced would you have been had he have stuck his junk through that opening? Well, what, that he had sprayed it first with, with off? Watch this. <laughs> yeah, right. they're going to put that on TV. <laughs> I think so. In the 50s, they were a lot more liberal. They would yeah. always show frontal nudity. <laughs> Just to prove a point. Yeah. I was I was amazed. when I, So I climbed Mount Washington last year, and unfortunately, Boaster. At, at about 5,000 feet up, I had to... Go to the bathroom. I and there was there was big, nothing big I could potty. do about it. Big potties. Okay. And there's so, now a second mountain. There is a second. So I had to go off trail just ever so slightly. I had um, like these bamboo green wipes that I had with me. Anyway, I did my business, and by the time I was all cleaned up and everything like that, and yes. pants up, there were. A hundred flies on it, and I, we were so. Were they, were they being respectful and waiting? They waited. They, okay. you know, I, they didn't ask. Are you me. done? They didn't ask. They Are didn't you ask. done? But I was just like, dude, I'm a mile high right now. Like, and where the hell were you this whole time? So I kind of. How do they know so quickly? Right? How do they know when my dog takes a dump? How do they know? I mean, and where are they? And where that telecommunication system is far superior to ours. <laughs> yes. That alert. It's what they live for. They yeah. just, you know. Hot spit! Yeah, they know. They, they don't have much else, it. really. I mean, yeah. uh, but uh, that's interesting. So the, by the time you got cleaned up, you looked down, there were flies on it? Uh, like um, hundreds of them. 
Wow, hundreds. He counted. Maybe dozens. I, I was, he I was had like one, one of those one, clickers when people are going yeah. into a nightclub. I was like, no, 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 stay right there, stay right there. I just counted you. Yeah. Guys, um, pair off. I'm, I'm recounting people. All right, maybe not hundreds, but definitely Thousands. dozens. Yeah. Definitely dozens. Uh, hang on a second. <laughs> Let me go. Nature. Speaking of the vineyard, we have a guy online too here. If you could put them on hold, I'm going to go to him real quick here because we have uh, Sam. Hi, Sam. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what's uh, up? We we had a uh, grape vine that we planted over 20 years ago, and it gave us shade in our backyard pool area, and it's about 20 feet by 12 feet. And these by, are these are the grapes. Of- I'm sorry, your phone broke up at the beginning there. It's a grape vine. Yeah, grapevine okay. that we uh, we put over a trellis area near our pool. Okay. And it's uh, 16 foot by 20 foot, basically. But uh, the, the lantern bugs last year completely destroyed it. Wow. And this year we had to cut it back. Uh, we saw them two years ago, and they're little tiny black and white bugs. And we were surprised to see them. We didn't know what they were. And then when they when we started to do some research on it, we found out what they were and we treated them. But last year there were so many of them; they destroyed our grapevine. We had to cut it back. We were really discouraged about it because yeah. it was it took us a long time to get it like that. But they they love grapes and uh, they they completely destroy them. Yeah, all right. Like Kathy was saying, she knew somebody was the, their entire vineyard was destroyed. So they're it's they're a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. So. We got to send in uh, Rambo. Rambo. Wow, that that is, you know, listen. That's um, it's the process of these things, and you, I wouldn't be that observant to notice them. I know my, my wife will go and go. Oh, there's this kind of bug on the planet. I don't. I never noticed that stuff mm-hmm. when you when they were at your house and we we heard they were like around the tree. Would you have noticed that? Would you have known what that was? Had no one? Well, they still. I I could see them. When they're actually not on the trees, they're kind of hard to see. But when they would land on the our house is white on, on the siding part of it, and they would land, they'd be all over. Oh, the that's disgusting! And you could see they were yeah, they were just clearly yeah. just hanging out, and they were yeah, you could see them all over the place, Steve. There were it was obvious that there was you know something going on. Do these treatments take care of, like that you guys have for your lawn? So they t- does it take care of? Will it take care of lantern flies as well? Or? Well, you have to specifically get that treatment, I think. So right, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll take care of it. Thank you. Come on. Uh, <laughs> Can you bring the exploding arrows, please? Because yeah. I want the kids to have some excitement. So it's gonna, we're going to get bloody on this. Uh, let me go to one last call. We have Scott, who's a bio major. He did all kinds of stuff with mosquito breeding habits. Uh, hot. Jeez. What, like, what? Scott, you're on the air, buddy. <laughs> he did the uh, the Casey thing, lantern flies. Ah, yeah. I can barely uh, hear you. Good. You have a terrible phone connection, unfortunately. Are you on speakerphone? No, I'm not, actually. I have a terrible uh, phone service. You just have terrible (laughs) phone service. Okay, go ahead. What do you want to tell us? Uh, All right, so I graduated Arcadia University with my bio degree, and one of our experiments was actually um, breeding um, mosquitoes. So we had these uh, things out back of our Arcadia University, you know, tarps that you put on, like, cars and everything, as well as old rubber tires to fill with water. So what these do is uh, when you fill them up with water and leave them out in the heat, mosquitoes love this. This is a hotbed for... Um, yeah, I've, I've heard tires specifically. Standing water yeah, in a tire. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Then, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, so we would uh, check it every so often, and we would just see millions of mosquitoes out there. They, they love to lay their eggs in there because their eggs become more pliable. They help the growth of the 
egg itself. Well, the neighbors must have loved this experiment. Oh, yeah, right? Seriously. Oh, they're doing wonderful things with mosquitoes next door. Yeah. No, this is why it's such a problem with flying how much wet weather we've been having. Because a lot of these places, you'll see puddles everywhere. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, the standing water. Standing water. Yeah. Yep. Then they moved on to breeding cobras. All right, Scott, your phone line is so bad. Get a new phone. Yeah, get a new phone. You're a bio major. You can afford it, I guess, well, unless you <laughs> didn't get your degree. Anyway, uh, yeah, so so we've got the this fly infestation, which is happening in uh, Drexel Hill and, and Upper right. Darby in this area. We have a cobra that was killed in Bucks County. A freaking cobra! We got the lantern fly infested. Yeah, by a grandmother. Well, Stallone was cobra pressed. <laughs> You're right. Oh, That's my right. God. He was cobra. You're the disease. I'm the cure. And we got the lantern fly infestation in, you know, the certain counties that it's taken over. And now we're going to have a, a bumper crop of uh, mosquitoes this year. So it should be pretty interesting. Yeah. And, uh, of course, there's the green heads at the shore. And, oh, what a joy. What a joy it all is. Uh, so just heads up on that. Listen, I want to, as we are going to take a break, mention the fact, and I'm going to hit this pretty hard, that we have our Belly Flop Championship coming up on uh, the 11th of July. And we need people to sign up for it. We have, we've have got a number of contestants signed up, but what we are lacking are ladies because we want to do Battle of the Sexes. We want to see some ladies do some uh, belly flopping. And it's all about the style. It's not necessarily about being, you know, making this gigantic splash. A lot of people think you have to be like a big person to be... Uh, in, in the belly flop contest. Not so. Not so at all. Many times we've had people win who I would say were slight of build. Who were skinny. Yes. Uh, so we need some ladies because we have one girl signed up so far. And it looks like she's going to win. She's going to win the whole yeah. thing. The 500 bucks and the Rolling Stones tickets. We have we have prizes for uh, male and female. And we need you on board. So the details are at events at WMMR.com. Wednesday, July 3rd is the deadline. And we're going to head to the Valley Beach Poolside Club at Valley Forge Casino Resort. And lots of people come out. We have a great time. There's music, there's drinks, and obviously you can swim before and after the event as well at the Valley Beach Club. And tomorrow, are we going to reveal some of the uh, the judges? There's, there's going to be a, a media presence there, from what I understand. Correct? Yeah. I don't, are we uh, doing that tomorrow? I haven't heard. Uh, anything yeah, you, about you mentioned tomorrow. you wanted to do it uh, this Wednesday, but I don't know if that's oh. changed. I guess I did. I don't okay. know. I yeah. remember that. Uh, so we'll do what we can. Uh, announce uh, some some people who are helping us out with that. But um, the details are at events at WMMR.com. So get signed up for that now because we want you to win that stuff. Yeah. We're going to take a break. Come back and we'll get into the Bizarre File story. So don't stray too far. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. la di da di da di da we're just being inundated. I don't know why I didn't play that clip earlier when we were talking about the <laughs> infestations all in and around the area. By the way, uh, it, speaking of uh, Casey, which we did with that clip right there, if you would like to see uh, one of our Daily Rush videos mm-hmm. that I I laughed so hard at, I, I just was getting cramps in my abdominal muscles, uh, it's called Fart Fart. And it's on uh, PrestonandSteve.com, and I'm telling you, it was just, I I could, I was crying, I was laughing so hard. It caught us, uh, it, it it was something that came out of the blue, and uh, we had no idea, and then it just kept getting funnier for some of us. <laughs> yeah, for some Others of us. Others just sat idly by, uh-huh. uh, but <laughs> it was really uh, so freaking funny. Yep, so that, that video is available now. At PrestonandSteve.com. <laughs> and there's also a new one, and it's titled Bed Bugs. 
It's another bug thing. Enough of this crap. Says, we thought there was a bed bug infestation at the station, and Kathy <laughs> loses her mind. You can watch it now, PrestonandSteve.com. Sponsored <laughs> by Punchline Philly Comedy Club, Restaurant, and Bar. Let's do the Bizarre File. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. And the B-File this morning is brought to you by A.D. Moyer. A.D. Moyer Lumber is celebrating 80 years of supplying quality, building materials, and service. Four generations, one family, one commitment. You can learn more at admoyer.com. Several people were injured in the German capital on Friday evening when a man peed off of a bridge onto a tour boat. And the sprinkle of urine from overhead, listen to this. So you'd think, that, okay. This is pee. you think these people got injured from right. the pee. No. The sprinkle of urine from overhead caused a commotion on the boat as it passed under the low-clearance Genovitz Bridge in Berlin. And when, they, when the pee hit them, several people jumped up and hit their heads oh. on the bridge as the boat passed under the 12-foot bridge spanning wow. the Spree River. So that's how they actually got injured by this guy peeing on them. <laughs> Four people were taken by ambulance to the hospital for lacerations to the head. Uh, police police filed assault charges against the man and described his actions as abnormal behavior. Uh, they are currently you mean because he peed off the bridge onto people for his whereabouts. Yes, exactly. Man, listen to this: an Alabama man was electrocuted while attempting to steal power. From a utility pole, <sighs> Sheriff uh, Matthew Wade identified the victim as Randall Stevens, 56 years old. I think I can old. do this. Stevens was released from the county jail on May 16th. He had been serving time since October of 2018 for gun and drug charges. Now, Stevens' death was discovered after his skull was found in a neighbor's front yard on Friday. Oh, my God. He was a prisoner named Randall Stevens? Yeah. That's the fictional name in Shawshank. That's the name that Tim Robbins' character invents. No way. Yeah, I wonder if this I is... I did not know that. All right, so, but this guy's real name is, um, from what I understand, this is a legit story. It's from AL.com. So are we are we believing that his flesh was seared off? Well, his skull was found in a neighbor's front yard on Friday. The rest of his body was found badly decomposed at the bottom of a power pole. That was my skull. A ladder was not. A ladder was next to the pole, along with a belt and jumper cables at the top. I bet he's embarrassed. Investigators determined that Stevens was attempting to illegally power his home by jumping the power lines. Uh, the sheriff's office doesn't know when Stevens died. Uh, but told AL.com that he believes it happened shortly after he was released from jail. It's just uh, nature taking care of itself. Isn't that wild? Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, since her disappearance on May 24th, Connecticut police have worked diligently to try to locate Jennifer Dulos, a mother of five. However, her estranged husband has revealed that he is a little more suspicious of the situation than the authorities. Jennifer Dulos' ex-husband, uh, Fotis Dulos, and his girlfriend, Michelle uh, Traconas, were originally arrested in June when police discovered possible evidence tampering and attempts to hinder prosecution. Now, the arrest stemmed from surveillance footage found of the pair discarding items that were found to have Jennifer's blood on it. Huh. So they think that there's foul play here and that these two Seems are involved. Seems that way. But listen to this. Police also found uh, photos Dulo's DNA in Jennifer's home after conducting another search of the premise. Now, uh, premises since their arrest, the pair pleaded not guilty to the charges and has been out on bail. Police also began focusing searches for Jennifer around properties, uh, Dulos's over, Dulos overseas as a real estate developer, developer. However, Dulos and his attorney are now claiming that Jennifer may have staged her own disappearance. 
The accusation was made on Sunday when Dulos's lawyer, Norman Pattis, had claimed that his office found a mystery novel that Jennifer had written that was reminiscent of the book-turned-movie Gone Girl. Huh. The fiction thriller Gone Girl by author Jillian Flynn follows a mysterious woman around who stages her own disappearance in an attempt to frame her husband for her murder as revenge for wronging her. Pattis claims that the book Jennifer was writing is very similar to Gone Girl and may have served as inspiration for Jennifer to get back at Dulos. Well, that's interesting. He said, we have been provided a very dark 500-plus page novel Jennifer wrote. Uh, we don't know what had become of Jennifer, but the Gone Girl hypothesis is very much on our mind. Uh, the statement also revealed that representatives for Dulos are now investigating $14,000 of medical bills Jennifer had accrued before she disappeared. Lawyers for Jennifer's mother, Gloria Farber, argued in the New York Post that this is a classic act of desperation to slander the victim on the part of her ex-husband. So... Very weird. I don't know. But... It'd be a lot easier if they had her skull. Yeah, wouldn't it, though? Yeah. Why can't they go to the other dude? Uh, the Walker County Sheriff's Office says that it has broken up a plan by two jail inmates to detonate bombs inside the courthouse, killing members of the Sheriff's Department and court system. This is terrifying. Jeez. Now, the plot, here's the twist on it. In The plot involved two inmates who had given themselves the code names Pinky and the Brain. <laughs> Man, pinky in the brain. Uh, working together to create several... Ammon- right. I want to be Patrick. You can be SpongeBob. <laughs> uh, they wanted to create several uh, ammonium nitrate fuel bombs. Uh, charged with four counts of making a terrorist threat were inmate Brian Wayne Williams and inmate Terry Keith Hammond. Uh, the plan was for one of the men to bond out of jail, gather the items needed for the bombs and instructions on how to create the devices. The primary targets were four sheriff's department commanders and investigators, Walker County judges, and the district attorney. Secondary targets for the sheriff's office itself and the public defender's office. Hammond, by the way, was the owner and operator of radio station WQJJ 101.9 Fox FM. Wow. So I guess the radio part business... part of my plan to rule the world. Didn't treat him very well. They've no. been out on uh, $500,000 cash bond. One last story. Uh, Milwaukee police say a 20-year-old man accidentally shot himself when he thought he was about to get robbed. I think this guy, in more ways than, than one, uh, pulled the trigger a bit early. Authorities say the man was walking in a residential area about 1230 a.m. Saturday when he saw two people walking toward him. Police say that's when the man pulled out a gun and accidentally shot himself. <laughs> they were simply walking towards him? Yes. And I guess on a just, residential street? You just assumed that they were going to rob him. Of course. So, why not? So he shot well shoot him. Yeah. He just he distracted him. Well, maybe he thought he gained sympathy by shooting himself. Uh, the man was taken to the hospital to be treated, and police say the gunshot wound was not life threatening. <laughs> and there you go. That's what I got in the B file for you this morning. All right. Uh, am I giving away another one of these? Yeah, well. All right, I have a $50 gift card for pinks that I can give to you. Uh, this time we'll take caller number 12 at 215-263-WMMR. Pink's Hot Dogs are here this morning. King of Prussia Food Court inside of the King of Prussia Mall. 20 varieties of hot dogs, wide variety of burgers as well. So let's set you up with that. Go ahead and give us a call. We're going to take a break. Come back in just a moment. Don't forget David Harbour, a little over an hour from now. who You know him as Hopper from uh, Stranger Things and Season 3 is coming out on Netflix July 4th. He'll be here to help promote that event. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. 
Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. In a little while, not going to do it right now. In a little while, we'll have uh, Spider-Man Far From Home movie passes at screenings tomorrow night. So if you want to win those, you want to stay close, we'll have a chance to get that. And uh, Pink's also from King of Prussia. Amazing hot dogs and more. And we'll do some giveaways with those guys being here, too. So get set for that. In the meantime, Nick saw something that's worth uh, pointing out. Uh, John Clark, uh, our buddy, sports aficionado, has been by here for years and years and years, uh, posted... On his Twitter account yesterday uh, about uh, one of the Phil's utility players, a guy named Brad Miller. And he was in the locker room and he said, Brad Miller told me that he brought the luck, uh, the lucky bamboo today in Philly. He believed that it would end the losing streak. So he has a little bamboo plant and he brought it into the locker room. And he said, uh, this will bring us some wins. I can feel it. And John said, if you win tonight, he said, when we do... Every Philly will have bamboo in their locker tomorrow. So we'll see if that ends up happening well, or not. Well, it's only crazy if it doesn't work. Yeah. And it worked last night. Yeah. And so I would hope that every Philly in their locker today has a bamboo plant. Well, is bamboo lucky? I have no idea. To him know. it is. I'll tell you, and Nick, I'm forgetting the name of the player, but he brought in a bag of flies. Uh, <laughs> it's the guy that lives in Delco. Yeah, the guy from Delco yeah. brought in a bag of flies. I tell you, um, you know, it was obviously, it was a, a seismic event because it was a shift. It was as bleak as could be, but to have that happen... I wouldn't screw with the bamboo. And the Phil, I, mean, <laughs> I would they, stick with it. The Phillies were having fun with it because yeah. uh, they they changed their Twitter handle last night, yesterday, to uh, Four Leaf Clover. They, on their account, they posted a penny with the the head up, and there was one other. Oh, a ladybug. A ladybug, I guess, is also good luck. So the Phillies were yeah. trying anything, and they're in the middle of a seven game losing streak. And as you guys know, athletes and ball players in particular can be very superstitious. Let me ask you how. So in in matters like that, Preston, when no one's looking or whatever. If you pass by a like a a quarter that's on the ground, if it's tails up, yeah, do you pick it up? Yeah, do you think I, about quarter, it for a second? Yeah. <laughs> I have, as of the last few years, kind of bailed on all superstitions. Yet you fully embrace Santeria. Uh, no, that's oh. not true at all. Okay. Uh, I have uh, I've bailed on all superstitions. It has dawned on me that and in in jinxes and things like that. You know, so so if you say wow. What a beautiful day. Right. Oh, dude, don't say that. You know, we got a party today or whatever. It's gonna, I, I've realized that, that in uh, in logic that whatever I have said or done has absolutely zero consequences whatsoever in the outcome of the weather, of a sporting event, and all these. I mean, it's nothing. Nothing at all. So I've, I've realized it, and I don't care about it anymore. All right. Do you so, do anything that in any way you think is a ritual that, it comes to mind. Nothing like for example, comes you, to mind right now. I, I have had many in my yeah, life, absolutely, yeah. but I've just kind of bailed on them. I, if, if if I come up with something, I will let you know. I mean, I can't. So there's still something lingering well, that I do and don't even really think about it. What's the difference between a ritual for you and a tradition? Because you, you end every show with Ray John, it, but that's not 
superstitious. No, that's no. just sort of a traditional yeah. thing. Yeah, but, but you do it every show. I want I, years ago. I just I I wanted a tagline. That's no, your okay. tagline. And there's yeah. also been days when you've forgotten to do it, and it didn't. Uh, your didn't career wasn't just yeah. Your career oh, yeah. wasn't. No, destroyed. that's not true. We took a huge dip in the ratings every time we forgot to say it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you've ever. <laughs> have you? He's noticed? always said yeah, it. Yeah. No, he's he's forgotten a couple days. Really? Yeah. Yeah, on a rare occasion. Rare occasion. Not, it's not often. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm a little superstitious, yep. and I understand that it's ridiculous. I'm also like, all right, you're so a lot superstitious. I'm a lot. I'm, I'm very super. When it I'm, comes yeah. to sports, for I'm sure. super duperstitious. <laughs> <laughs> you're uh, like, but but I mean, yeah. th- that's the way you are, and that's fine. There is something at my home though that I'm. It's not superstition. It's more of like an OCD thing. And the pentagram with the it candles. It is not a pentagram with candles. <laughs> Uh, there is, uh, like a double light switch that is in my laundry room. Okay, go ahead. And mm-hmm. I can't have, they have to either both be turned up or both be turned down. I can't. That's OCD. I think that's more OCD. Yeah, well, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I said. I, I said I, OCD. I do like, the same, I do the same thing as well. So, so there, there, I'm, I'm much more. I, I'm, Preston, I was thinking yesterday and Casey to that point, um, I'm very equalizer in in um, you know I put things down and I even them off you know yeah. like in, the, in and that's he was very much that and I I feel weird if things aren't lined up properly I don't like peeing in the left stall in our bathroom and sometimes when I go in there it like sets me off like I'm like oh man. This isn't the stall that I go to the bathroom in. I've seen you take a dump in the latrine <laughs> yes. just to avoid the stall. Yeah, well, that too. makes sense to you, does <laughs> it not? But now yeah. you can't find any. So your ritual is always the left stall. No, the right stall. The right stall. Okay. The right stall. And when somebody go, is going to the bathroom, I'm like, oh, man, I got to wait. Why did you? Why Why that one in particular? I don't know. You don't know? Okay. I don't know, right. but ever since I... Because you know, I like the right stall because the toilet sits a little lower to the ground. And uh, Oh, no, no. I'm talking about the urinal. Sorry. Oh, the urinal. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the difference. Oh. Yeah, I don't see. They're both exactly the same. <laughs> wow, that's weird. Uh, let weird, me tell right? you something, Preston, and okay. you can back this up. Down by the Fanatic, that bathroom, yeah. the, the smaller stall... The toilet is way down low. I like that. And whenever you flush, if you're still, if you do a complimentary flush, you're going to get your your nuts spray cleaned. Yeah. That the jet on that thing is so powerful. Yeah. So you got to kind of hoist yourself Raise up. up a little bit. Yeah. By the way, I like those smaller stalls back there. I feel like veal when I'm in those things. <laughs> yeah. I feel just kind of. I don't know. You're cozy. Well, you're cozy. You're cozy. <laughs> yeah. I like it that way. Hang on a second here. I have uh, Jim. Runs Chester County Bamboo, and uh, we have him as our bamboo aficionado of on the line. Hi, Jim. Good morning, Preston. How you doing? It's John. Oh, I'm sorry, John. What's up, buddy? Here's the deal, man. I love the Phillies, and I love that we're going to start winning. Here's yeah. the problem: this is not bamboo. What is it? Oh my god! It's in the Lily family. It's not a bamboo plant. Oh, this so you saw a picture family. of it? Well, no, I saw it last night, and I saw it this morning, and I just wanted to clarify before we get on the bamboo train. You're uh, saying it's it's it's, it's, it's a it, it's a lily plant? Is that what you it, said? That is correct. It's in the lily family. Oh my god, the they're going to lose. Yeah. Wow. Uh, interesting. I did not know that. Is by the way, real quick, John, is bamboo considered lucky? Uh, to the Asian cultures, absolutely. That would actually be black bamboo, which is Phyllostachys nigra. Okay. Lucky. He knows the stuff. Yeah, at least he's making up that. some good stuff. I, I, when I uh, there was a, I cannot tell a lie. Okay, understood. Yeah. I, I to tell you the truth, with this stupid bamboo Thanks, thing Sean. from the Phillies, I, I wish I wouldn't have known about it until 
maybe they win 10 in a row. Right. Well, that's right now, it's like, okay, like, are, are but we... But you got to get off the we... schneid. You got to, you have to, that's what the, the intent on this one was, was like, you, the, everything that they're doing is not working. Right. So we'll try anything to get off the losing streak. Now. Yeah. Right, And right. this was not more about keeping the winning streak going. It was, we got to try something new to get out of this losing right. streak. Breaking yeah. the losing streak. Right. But is, is this like their attempt at the, the, the Gloria? play Gloria? Yeah. yeah totally. Absolutely. Play bamboo. And if this happens, you're going to see little bamboo gardens popping up in yards and mm-hmm. pandas. You know, all kinds of things like that. By the way, the bamboo grows like crazy yeah. around this area. It's It gets out of control. Well, that's why On the West Hicken Trail, there is, a, there is a, a part of it where you go through and it, you're like in a bamboo forest. Yeah. Really? It is super. That's what I bought my machete for. Yeah. Remember I bought a machete a while ago? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it's to a, chop through it. It's a weed. My neighbor had it in his yard, but it didn't start in his yard. It started in his neighbor's yard. It just, and, it's, and it just grew over. But the, Totally like, resilient. When it comes to like hardwood flooring, like bamboo flooring is considered green. Because you're not like you know killing rainforests as a result. You're okay. just you know because it, it grows like a weed. You're killing Wait, something so, else. Okay. Yeah. So it, it's not actually a weed. You're just calling it that because it's well, a nuisance. No, it grows Let's... like a weed. Like, but the case is right. I mean, if you don't put in metal um, uh, barriers, if you if you plant bamboo in your yard, if you don't put metal barriers down in the yard itself. Uh, it'll spread everywhere spread like, uh, like it did into your my, neighbors and, and then the uh, neighbor's neighbors. Maybe my, neighbor, our, my neighbor tried had, had to bring in a like a uh, a backhoe yeah. to pull out. Yeah. Oh, my god! That's how deep it went. And <laughs> some, that's to just take out all the land that had the bamboo on it. Some people will plant it uh, to, to have as cover because it, it grows so thick that mm-hmm. you can use it to obscure, you know, sight lines and things like that. And to keep the lanternflies out. And that, <laughs> well, I don't know if they like them or not, but... Uh, it can get out of control. So they need to keep that in mind because the Phillies locker room could be a forest before we know it's just <laughs> filled with bamboo I can't plants. find anybody. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, whatever, man. You know, listen, if, if you go back to Bull Durham, you know, there's uh, the whole thing where they talk about superstitions and he's, and he's you know, giving Annie a hard time saying, look, if you if you believe that you're winning because you're having sex or not having sex, then you are. Yeah. And that's it. And you should respect yeah. the streak. And so when it comes to players and people that are that are actually participating in these things, if they want to have superstitions and it works for them, then I'm I'm cool with that. That's for butts. But like me as, you know, just an observer, it's it's to make you feel like you're a part, like you're yeah. doing something, I think. But it, it, it has zero effect on the reality of it all. Like the, it's and it starts young, like the rally hats you'll see. Professional baseball players, you know, turn their hat on inside out if they're having like a good inning or something like that. And that's, you know, like my, my kids' baseball team does that. You know, they'll, they'll turn their hat inside out or they'll wear the hat like a shark fin or something like that. Right. It goes back to like the, uh, the, the Pascal's Wager, which was the, uh, you know, hey, Believe in a believe in a God. He, I, this was his idea. You know, what do you what do you have to lose? You know, if if it's not true, that was his sort of saying, and that's been applied over and over to, to things like superstition, which yeah. is, hey, what the hell? Uh, they didn't win because of the bamboo. They won because I cut my lawn yesterday and I, I did a design like the Phillies outfield. Well, thank so you. That's why they ended up winning. So, oh, if, so know, it's you that did, did you it. Really? Yeah. You, you, you were did cutting a your bamboo like the Phillies outfield. I'm trying, man. You mowed your lawn to to uh, to look like the infield, or no, like the out. So the outfield, oh, the diamond ha- cut. Yes. Oh, you did that. Well, <laughs> you did your own little field sort of dreams. Of. I tried to do that. It didn't turn out the way I envisioned it in my mind. 
Doesn't look bad. I never could figure out how to do it. Yeah, I, I'm just, you know, I'm having a little bit of fun with my front yard. He I loves mowing. He's he, 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 I do. You get so excited for mowing. He's I a do. mower. Yeah. I'm a mower. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, Casey. It's I, a great day for a mow. <laughs> what a day for a mow. <laughs> I'm going to go off and mow. I, uh, I had the opposite experience. I, I told you this off air, Casey, but <laughs> Preston, I didn't tell you. My uh, I was cutting the grass yesterday as well. The left front uh, wheel broke as I was cutting the grass. So I had three functioning wheels and one non-functioning. And I was about... So what's the design like? Oh, it's great. Yeah, just, look, just like the uh, Philly Center Field. Steve. It looks like a Venn diagram. It Basically, I was uh, pushing... I had, to, I had to hold the mower up like this with both hands because it was dripping down the dipping down on the, on the left front side. It was, uh, it was just such a giant pain in the ass. Have you guys seen the... Uh, what is it? Huscabera? Huskabarna. Huskabarna, yeah, yeah, which is the, uh, basically the, the, uh, they have Roomba, the Roomba for yeah. your, uh, for your lawn. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I told you guys when we went to Sweden, they were all over the place. Oh, that's right, that's yeah. right. And they, they wanted they, to, they to endorse that, and they never, they ended up, uh, not, uh, offering the, yeah, they were great. You basically now, said. You need, you need a, kind of a flat yard. Yeah, yeah a regular, yard is... and a regular yard wouldn't be good for it, but you're basically, the same way you sort of lay out like a, uh, like a, a perimeter, right, with a wire? Yeah, you exactly. Do. Yeah. And in fact, while we were there, I think, I don't think it was, my son Carter gave the, the mower a name, because. It was just out there. It was a little bot. Yeah. It was, just, it was almost like the thing that cleans the bottom of your pool, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's just out moving all the time. Yeah, so... And it, it goes back to its own little docking port. Goes when it, out. When, it, when it's running low on, on battery power. Yeah. And, Charges itself back up and starts all over again. Yeah, my yard's not right. And then for it, be, it then it begins to uh, not like you. Yeah, <laughs> and then it plots against you. Do you have a Roomba? I I have. A, it's it's another company that is um that is really uh, focuses in on pet you know for pets and yeah. on. Here's the deal, though. With any of those things in the house, if you have a pet that periodically throws up or, I don't know, eats the ass out of a mouse, <laughs> um, uh, then it's going to run over that. And oh, we'll yeah. spread that and smear that. That's not cleaning it. Is that's it? not actually. That's exacerbating right. the issue. So after a while, even though they were awesome, if you're walking around having to do like you're you're a guard at Shawshank before lights out, it's not worth it. I was looking at uh, Steve. I think maybe you bought one of these, but one of those interchangeable chargeable systems, so you can charge your mower, you can charge your oh, leaf blower. And charge your weed whacker. They're expensive. I works. Okay, is that yeah. what it is? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think that'll be my next mower because they're terrible. They get awful gas mileage, um, and it's just it, I hate filling up the gas tank all the time. You got to see me. I got my. I got all my stuff. I got my equipment out there. My leaf blower, and they all use these these batteries. And yeah, how's the charge? It's it's good. All right, it does good. <laughs> I have a. Uh... A battery-powered uh, weed whacker, and that actually works fine. I, I get an entire yard out of it, and then I'm good. It's a Ryobi, though. We had the that's fine. Another good, yeah. we were talking about though. <laughs> when you get one of these things, it's like I, I think Preston, we've talked about this. You get a tool, you're like a man. Uh, well, some of it can be fun. Uh, it's like the whole uh, Tim Allen thing, yeah. you know. If you're not doing it for a living, right, and you're only doing it like once a week, so I, I bought a, a, a pressure washer. I trimmed that in the beginning of the summer. Well, I actually, I guess mid spring, and I loved power washing. It was so much fun. I, you know, I got yeah. like a retaining wall, some siding. I had to get some glue up. <laughs> Do you hear me say glue? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> So how's that power washing feeling now? I, I love it. You still love it. I, I'm still at a point where I'm okay. like, yeah, this is pretty. You're still badass. on the honeymoon. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Use it as a water pick now. And by the way, can I just tell people um, the pressure's really, really high, and it can cut your finger off. I found out the hard way. <laughs> yep. When it, I was uh, like 19 years old, I was like, it effing it hurts. Yeah, what this feels like. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The same thing that's that's blowing 
encrusted dirt <laughs> off concrete. Yeah, will rip can, your skin can off. rip your skin off. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely strong enough to do that, so keep that in mind. Speaking of uh, ripping your skin off, I saw this story. Women spend seven weeks of their lives washing their faces and applying moisturizer. Oh. Now, now, around what time of year is this? No, this is this is their entire. <laughs> oh, lives. oh, I'm sorry. I thought How it was one concentrated. Effort. Seven weeks of your life is is spent uh, yeah. washing. So basically, I'd, two months. I'd say more for me. More for you. I wash my face all the time. Really? I used to, and you know when I did um, traffic on NBC10, I would uh, go to work in the morning at like two thirty in the morning. I'd come home in the middle of the day and then have to go in the afternoon again right. and do the split shift. And I would not keep my makeup on for that time in between because I was so worried about uh, just like you know getting zits. And blemishes and and wouldn't you look like like sort of like was well, like such a long time? Yeah, you I look did horrible. my makeup at two thirty in the morning, and then you got to go on the air at four p.m. This is going on in traffic. <laughs> yeah, I cannot listen in, in my Velma with the traffic. In my day of uh, you know in college and and drinking and all that and passing out, um, I still every single night remember to wash my face, and if I didn't, it was like that's amazing. Oh, that, that Kathy, that that makeup for television, and whenever we've had it on. You feel like you're cocooned. It's like mortuary makeup. Yes, I swear yes. to God. It's a lot of coverage. Yeah. yeah it can uh, be thick. Especially with high-def TV now. You know, we were talking a couple of weeks ago about how when you showered, uh, do you actually wash your legs? Do you yes. wash your, your entire body? And yes, I do wash my legs. But you know what? I rarely wash my face. I really? Re- yeah. I wash my... Uh, you, don't, you don't just rub water on your face and... Not with soap. And, and oh, you have a loofah, though. You loofah everything. Yeah, but that loofah is, like, pretty far up my ass crack, so I don't want to Do you start with it up your ass crack? No, I finished Start with, with your face my... and then move into your ass crack. You don't know the progression? Uh, no, I don't, I don't really wash my face either. Now, when you shave, though, um, shaving cream all... is essentially soap. Yeah. Uh, so there's some cleaning properties to that, and when you eventually wipe it all down, you do you are rubbing it all over your Wait, face. So you just guys rub it all in all over my face, <laughs> and my chin, and up in there. Call yourself so a bitch. You, you don't put soap on your face; you just run water over it. Yeah. What do you do? I I, I don't use. I use water. And I, even on your head too. Yeah. Just water, no soap. I don't use soap. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, because he's he's bald, so he doesn't. Yeah, obviously. I use the cleansing waters uh, of uh, my. <laughs> My uh, my uh, special faucet there, you know, the one that makes love to me every Nick, time you, I shower. You have to wash your face. Oh come on, <laughs> you yeah. do. Right? I wash every inch right, of my. Okay, I wash right. my legs, my feet, no, my I face. Do, my I butt do wash. Crack. I just don't. I don't like. I don't like soap. I use soap for my butt crack. I don't use the loofah. I heard that just using regular water is a is a better thing than using. You know, like really bar soap. Yeah. Water, water actually has cleaning properties right. to it. I did, I've read that years ago, and I believe it. And, and that you don't have to fully. Foam your entire body up to get clean. Look at me. What do I have to yeah. clean? By hey, the way, uh, women okay. women not only spend. I'm sorry, Casey, but uh, women spend seven weeks of their lives washing their face and four weeks of their lives exfoliating. Mm. Mm. All right, so you're adding. So the exfoliating, I would consider that part of the face washing process. No, no, right? there's like specific products that kind of have like a, a gristly feel to them um, that will, yeah, exfoliate. Like emery boards. The- yeah, well, not that, not that much, but yeah, it will take off the dead skin or the dead cells, I guess, on your face. So, what's your evening ritual as you're as you're prepping for uh, bed? 
is it a multi-tier process? Uh, well, it depends on, it, you know, usually if I go to the gym, then I shower earlier and, um, you know, will wash my face then and all that. But sometimes if I put on the uh, lotion after I shower, like if my face feels dry, yeah. then before I go to bed, I have to wash that off. Do you okay. lotion up your boobs every night? or <laughs> At what point do you take yeah. your panties off? Yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> They never come off. Um, hey, by the way, <laughs> hey, is, glued on. Is, is Matt Capper still in the green room? Because that guy washes and exfoliates and moisturizes his face all all the time. Uh, I don't know if he's still He's doing it right is. now with a hot dog. He, he, he want... can't hear you because he's talking, though. Do you oh, want him to come in here? Yeah. yeah. It, wait, he's talking? I know. It's no. shocking. Where's that? Can you have Calper come in here, please? Because Casey he wants to ask him about his uh, cleaning. His man grooming? His regiment. Um, and not only this. So uh, women spend seven weeks of their lives washing their face, four weeks of their lives exfoliating. And they also spend six weeks of their lives applying moisturizer and they spend three minutes per day doing so and three days wearing face masks total. Do you do the face mask thing? Um, yeah, so I will do that. I have one that I can do at home. Um, so like I the Wolfman? I will do that. <laughs> uh, but I, I'll wash my face in the morning and then at night is like, Absolute must. I have I have a picture. Of my my wife and daughter take a little. They'll do this the little ladies bath thing. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, put yeah. the bath bomb on and all that stuff. And and they'll put the mask on. And I came in one day, Steve, and it looked they looked like Leatherface. <laughs> really? I mean, it was scary. Do I frighten you? It looks like their skin is peeling <laughs> off of their face. I'll find a picture. Look took, what you've done to me. I took a picture of it. Uh, Matt Kelper is here from our what sales department. Up? Hey, dude. What up? Casey, what up? You're, you're a very well-groomed individual. Wednesdays usually are uh, the bathroom day because I, I can smell your products. After. This week will be Wednesday and Thursday. <laughs> do, you, do you exfoliate? Do you uh, use do. moisturizer? I do. Uh, so I clean my face twice a day. Really? Um, I use this Neutrogena product to, uh, it's a soap product that's supposed to be really good for your skin. All so right. So you don't get acne and those you, types of things. You work out in the morning, right? Yeah. I yeah. usually work out like around 530 in the morning. Okay. 515, okay. 530, depending. Um, but I use this uh, skin cream that's really good. Um, it helps with wrinkles. It keeps your, I guess, your face Fresh and young, fresh, fresh young, like, it's a, called, like yeah, a college it's, co-ed. Yeah, it's called uh, Revision Skincare. It's got a vitamin C, like a high dose of vitamin C in it. It's really good. for We know it by its commercial name, Nutella. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, but you, you also, so, and you, you like. I mean, so the pro. Do you actually like the process? Do you like the whole? Yeah. Okay, all right. Before you go to bed, how long is the process? Uh, five minutes. Okay. Ish. So, Kathy, how long is your process before you go to bed? Before I go, well, but see, I, I will shower, um, like I said, earlier in the day, usually after the gym. So, just doing the face and stuff like that, probably only five minutes as All well. Right. By the way, I can actually smell Matt from over here. You just smell he, clean. But here's the I key. can smell it coming here, from over here. Here's the key. They say not, they say actually showering's bad for you. Like, yeah, showering. They they actually suggest you should shower like once every like two, three days. Yeah. Casey's been telling us that for years. I shower, I shower twice a day. Which which probably is not good for the skin. I can't. But... I die though if I if I feel that I'm offending in any way, odor wise, <laughs> and I have to feel clean. I and, love... and here's what I do. I, I I shower every morning. It's part of my waking up thing. So before whether... you go go, yeah, before I go go, <laughs> and then I work out uh, midday when I get home. And instead of doing a full redo, full on shower. I just get in the shower and I hose off. I just just water, strictly water, and I'm fine. I don't yeah. smell bad or anything. I just get the sweat off of me and cool down a little bit so I don't continue sweating. How I, often a day do you bidet? 
because now I do. It. I don't have <laughs> a day at all. Well, yeah. I think it's the soap. It's uh, it's like the soap that dries your skin out because yeah. I don't yeah. use soap when I shower. So yeah. Am I, is that okay? Putting water on you, I gotta imagine, has zero effect. But on... I I don't care. I I will use soap every single time. I sometimes shower twice a day as well, and I will get out and I love feeling clean. Like I'll actually. Oh, you know this. what's really good to use? And I, I love I, myself. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I don't. I don't use like regular soap or even like the Dial gel soap or whatever you call that stuff. I use this tea tree oil soap. Oh my god! Ooh. Which is supposed to be a really good for your skin. It avoids like any sort of funguses and bacteria and what things. Is this? It wow. removes all like odors and smells from your body. It, it's amazing stuff. I get it online and it's phenomenal. There's oh, some texters that are saying that Matt's just like uh, Christian Bale in American Psycho. <laughs> yes. just saying the same. Yeah, I would make fun of you, but you're already making fun of yourself, Matt. But it, it works. I you see, your guys' reaction. I found the picture of my wife and daughter with their, uh, their masks <laughs> on their faces. Does wow, that not look that, like something out of a horror it film? Really yeah, it really looks is, like. It is. <laughs> you know what they look like, Preston? They look like from Saw. Yes, jigsaw. jigsaw. I came in and saw that. I'm like, I have to leave. It, it's terrifying, but <laughs> it's all part of the beauty regimen. Absolutely. Uh, and, and eventually that dries and falls off, right? Women also spend nine days, this is of their lives, nine days plucking their eyebrows and ten days painting their nails. So, oh, man. So I would assume that you're a guy who's as attentive to his uh, hygiene and, and his outward appearance as you are. You're... You're probably in that realm, right? I mean, you, Kathy's your time. Your time spent at night is similar to Matt's. Yeah, it is. Right. So I uh, I dodged a bullet the other day because I had to. My eyebrows were getting out of control, so I I have like a little razor that I use, a uh, trimmer, and it usually I has use the, trimmer too. I yeah. do. I do the yeah. I do my eyebrows, and it has a guard on it. Yep. And I just assumed. <laughs> That the guard was on it. Oh, oh no. no! Did you trim up too short, Dude, Kathy? I am so lucky that I didn't go all the way down to full the matrix. Yeah, like I yeah. normally do with with the guard, because I did my left eyebrow without even realizing it, and then it wasn't oh, until I got God. to my right eyebrow, I was like, "Oh my God, the guard's not on here." Oh, um, I have it on vanilla ice. <laughs> I have it on the vanilla ice setting. There are people who could do this for you, by the way. Yeah, yeah. No, I can do it myself. I just, I took the guard off. I can't remember why I took the guard off, but I did. And I, I mean, I, because re- normally if I have the guard on, I, I just, you know, you put it right down to my, yeah. make sure the safety is on. Oh my God. I did that one time with, uh, with my razor, but I, I, there's a guard on there and it's, it's an adjustable guard. So you can yeah. set it from zero, you know, all the way up to seven or eight or whatever it is. And I, I was, I was going to do my face, and I shaved half my mustache <laughs> off. I didn't realize it was set on zero. Oh no! And then you just got to shave the whole damn thing. Off. That's the the glory of having no eyebrows or no hair whatsoever. It's just you you, mm. you never screw up. Yeah. It, it all comes off all the time. I mean, honestly, I wish I did take care of myself the way you know Calper does, and you know maybe not to that extent or whatever. But it's just it just takes up too much time. You're saying like seven and a half weeks. You know how much sleeping I could be doing with that? But listen, you you need, a, a, obviously, an inordinate amount of time to be pounding that loofah up your ass. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's part of the process where for did, you. Where did you get this from, Matt? Is this any of your siblings or your parents or anybody have this trait? Gum, gum. No, if you've, Just, if you've ever met my dad, and I think Casey has maybe once or twice, he's like the total, like, guy's guy. Yeah. Like, he is Dude. Just, Yeah, he's like, you know, blue collar. Yeah. Just not yeah. like you. 
No, no. I just, Do you have any brothers? This might face mask. I have, a, mask I have right. a sister that's four years older than me, and I probably have more products than she does. <laughs> <laughs> what about your wife? Who has more products in the bathroom? You or your wife? Um, well, Carrie, I mean, Carrie, you know Carrie. Yeah, right? she's great. Writer. She, I mean, she takes good care of herself, but yeah. I probably have more products than <laughs> she does as well. Uh, I don't, I don't, awesome. listen, no, I, awesome. I, you're not a, sweet. there's no I'm reason. 40, listen, I'm 44 years yeah. old. The ultimate compliment you can have is when you meet somebody for the first time and they say, you're 44 or, oh my God, you look 30 or you yeah. look 35 or you look 36. Like the ultimate compliment you can get is when somebody tells you you look younger than what you really do. Yeah. I thought you, you never like, want to be the guy yeah. that's like, oh, you're 44. Or you look like you're six. All right, so you know who, who uh, out of me, Nick, and Cowper, who looks the oldest? Because we're all the exact same age. Nick is freshly, uh, fairly freshly. I look younger shaven. when I shave. Yeah, um, yeah, you do. You look like yeah. I'm used facial to the... hair makes you look a little bit older, I think. So yeah. I would say right now, Nick, I look the oldest, the youngest, the youngest. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, I have a baby face. Well, thank you, Matt. The cutest Thanks, little baby kid. face. Thanks. It's been sick. <laughs> it has been sick. It's been totally sick. <laughs> yeah. That Love is, you guys. Yeah. That um, is a, that's a, that's a, that's a peek into the world of uh, Matt Cowper preparation. Yeah. Hey, just a programming, Cowper. Uh, programming note. I think, Preston, when we come back, we'll probably end up doing the Bizarre File in order to make time for David Harbour. Okay. Who, who's, uh, who had a, a late flight last night. You tell me when I should wrap up this segment uh, because I do have one other thing I can get to here. We can play with that for a second. All right. So, speaking of all this beauty. What did Sorry. You, just I know. It's not like you want to touch my uh, <laughs> immature my genitalia. Yeah, well, I'll just play this for a little bit. Take that out and tug on it a little bit. <laughs> Let me play with myself for a second. Broke it up and down. For yeah, yeah. Do you guys mind if I play my, myself <laughs> for the next few yeah. minutes? Yeah. This just going to roll around on this for a little bit. <laughs> tug on it. Kiss it too, <laughs> you know, mm. right, Kath? Yeah. It's part. It's yeah. before you go to bed, right? Uh huh. But when you kiss it, go make the <laughs> sound first. You got my little soldier. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! What a horrible. Uh, what are you doing? I would kiss you all day today. <laughs> Case. Wait. You know. You know. At some point, you've tried. Never. Because, because I knew it's a losing battle, man. Oh. Tried. Go get one. Bring me one of the hot dogs. Oh my god! <laughs> so can I tell you the other day? Uh, I had a, a weird work dream where I hated Nick so much. What happened? Because it was revealed in the dream. Because he looked so young. It was revealed in the dream that he had a 13-inch penis, <laughs> and I was like, "That is bull ass." I was so mad. So mad. At I was like, 13 inches." Come on, man. Casey. There you yeah. go. There's, there's Nick for that's you. It's got to be at least 12 right here. <laughs> if I had that, I would totally try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you would totally try what? Kissing to... it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can you kiss it? See? Yeah, yes, yes, you can totally kiss this it. Video. Hang I'm on. sure. I <laughs> love this. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And, uh... <laughs> Honestly, wow. honestly. Sorry, I had to suck on it for a second. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a hot dog. It's, a hot it's dog. delicious. It's a hot dog. Yeah. yeah. What, what the else? Sausage, probably. Right? Yeah, yeah. That sausage. Yeah. It's delicious. Right. Things gigantic. How big is that? Foot long. Twelve inches. That's what I thought. So, so Nick's got that shy. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just one got shy. An extra shy inch. Nick. Casey, by the way, <laughs> nothing to be angry about. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. <laughs> All right, anyway. Unless you I, hang out with me twice. I was going to move on to something else. 
all this beauty talk. Oh. <laughs> then we got into self-pleasuring. Uh, this happened actually on Friday. They had the 31st Annual World's Ugliest Dog Contest. And oh. uh, Scamp the Tramp ended up winning that. Uh, but it's lovingly, you know what I mean? No, yeah. I know. There are, some, there are some dogs that are ugly cute. You know, like some bulldogs have that kind of ugly, adorable face. I, th- I think they're adorable. Yeah, 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 I do too. I dated a girl whose dog uh, had a terrible... <laughs> I say, I dated a girl who won this contest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she had Her a dog... Her tongue hung out. This is so happy to see you. I'm so happy to see you. So anyway... Uh, she loved this dog so much, and I had heard about him. It was one of these ugly dogs. Ever. Yeah, Steve, he had a terrible skin problem. So, it, it, dude, it, like, I mean, <laughs> like, just a couple of like patches of hair and like dry ass skin. And I met the same. His his temperament was great, but he was ugly as f. All right, uh, and just and didn't smell right because of his skin. And and oh my god! But in a bizarre she would way, with this thing, and... they're they're, be- they're beautiful in that way, though, I, aren't I they? Guess, I, I, well, listen, I my, can see why people are suckers for these things. My dog Hershey had a had a bad skin issue, but not quite that bad. And I guess you know he was my dog, so yeah. you know he, he didn't gross me out as much as he probably grossed other people out. I'll tell you what, though, right. Preston, the winner of this year's uh, I've I've seen far worse. Oh, yeah. 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 He's got kind of matted hair. Some yeah. of them are, are bald with just little frizzes sticking out of their forehead. And, you know, they always have the tongue sticking out right. to the side. And usually the eyes are kind of funky looking. But anyhow, the owner, uh, Ivan uh, Morones, won an appearance with Scamp on the Today Show, 1500 bucks in cash and $1,500 to donate to an animal shelter and a trophy the size of a Rottweiler. This is a little dog, by the way. And a Rolls Royce. Uh, she said, I think that the audience saw uh, his beautiful spirit and everything he's given back to the community. Scamp makes volunteer visits to school children and a local senior citizen center as well. Uh, the what the s- hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> right? They Kill have, it! They have no inner dialogue. What is that? <laughs> It's horrible. <laughs> There's a rat. You can't bring that to a senior citizen. No. Kill it. I thought they were going to be kittens. I got the prostate the size of a softball, and you're bringing that thing in here. I'm pissing blood looking at this thing. Uh, the street dog from Compton was rescued by um, oh, it's got a background in 2014 after she spotted him on Pet Finder. And Scamp beat out 18 other contestants who showed off their droopy tongues, bowed legs, perpetually confused looks, and other strange attributes. Uh, The contestants got to walk the red carpet and preen for adoring fans at Sonoma Marin Fairgrounds in the heart of Northern California wine country. One of the former winners of this was from this area, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember. In fact... I think they brought the dog. They by brought the, the dog yeah. in. Yes, yeah. it was that was back of Y one hundred. Y one hundred. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they're cute. They're cute. <laughs> they're stupid way. tongue hanging out. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just something adorable. Yeah. I, I love those. Those the mush like the boxer face and all that stuff. Yeah. And you know. Yeah. They're great. Yep. Uh, so there isn't new- that wide a variation in people though. If you stop and think about like in the canine world. There's there's tremendous also massive size differences. Yeah. Imagine if 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 there was a corollary between. There was a, a a human the size of a chihuahua and a human the size of a Saint yeah, Bernard. Good point. Yeah, right. yeah. There, yeah. We don't have that. Oh, yeah. That's my brother. He's twenty one feet tall. Yeah. I don't know. So you see things on the internet, and you're like, okay, is this real or is this not real? And right. I, maybe I'm in, I'll get embarrassed by asking this, but I saw a video yesterday of a fish 
Eating, eating a cow? No, it had a human face on it. Did you guys see this? Oh, there, there are ones like a blobfish that look somewhat human. Okay. Right. Is that what you're talking mm. Sort of a gelatinous face that... Um, with a uh, sort of no, a proboscis like looking thing, an actual human face on it. No, not no? quite like that. Um, oh, no, that was if you Rosie remember O'Donnell. when the Silver Surfer lost his surfboard in that movie and he yes. turned like blackish? Yes, that's kind of like what the fish look. Yeah, is this it? Is that I real? I don't think that's real at all. <laughs> Are Let you for real? Oh Let me my see god! I didn't. I didn't Steve, hang there long enough. <laughs> Jesus, Casey. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> We're looking on at it with a on a big screen, and it's a still photo. <laughs> looking at this, okay, Casey, really? It's ridiculous. You know, it looks like it actually looks more like uh, you remember in the abyss when the uh, yes, the, yeah. the, the thing uh, turned in. It had a face, face in on it. the water column. Yeah. Okay, listen. In my defense, <laughs> well, that, but but you, it's so so seldom you can tell the 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 attitude of a fish and he seems pretty happy he All does right. he seems actually he's got, got some swagger he looks, looks like a little a bit little like bit satchmo Steve. preston <laughs> yeah that's what i was thinking i see skies <laughs> blue oh my god okay wow i saw this on twitter on my phone yesterday why wouldn't you believe that, that yeah, a fish exactly. had a fully formed human face and so it was a much much <laughs> smaller screen so it wasn't as um uh pronounced as this well, picture here I, in the did, studio. Weren't the glasses a tip-off? I, I hate this. I hate this culture now where you see these things, and, I'll, and you, you guys have all seen it, people oh, yeah. reposting things, um, uh, like, with the immediacy, uh, uh, just as quickly as they possibly can, without even taking a moment to take a real good hard look as to whether this is real or not. And, it's and all, the thing goes for faith quotes and stuff like that, too. It's only just, begun. Oh, I know. It's only begun because of deep fakes. Right, well, so yeah. now when videos start to just, pop up that are just absolutely uh, built digitally, uh, it's going to get ten times worse. Yeah, what case? All right, so uh, just watch the, the the video that I saw because it wasn't like that, and I and it was like just like eight seconds, and then I went, and I'm like, well, that's weird, and then I I went on to the next thing. Um, it's a video, so is the fish singing? Christ, no, <laughs> hello, but my it's, baby. Hello. It's moving. And it's, you know, come on. But that, I believe. It's that, not, that, I'm buying. It's not as ridiculous, right? It's well, so but ridiculous. But the face is, a, is, hey. is literally a fully formed human face. What are you looking at? <laughs> He's like, hey, put me back in the now, water. mind you, if someone can prove this is actual, then that's, uh, you know. Then you will have the last laugh, guys. You will have the last laugh. It, there's, it looks like Japanese writing at the base of it. Yeah, yeah. why does that uh, add credence to these things? Because add... all this crap happens in Japan. Right, so you're yeah. like, oh my goodness, there's Asian characters attached to this thing now. <laughs> Where did Godzilla true. come from? Right. Yeah. He's like, uh, I can't breathe. They have a giant <laughs> moth over there. Of course you have a fish that looks like Satchmo. Yeah. Here, there's people, some of the texts are coming in. Yeah, I saw that yesterday. It was fake. Yeah, that was like the guy that has a motorcycle bottom instead of legs. <laughs> Have you seen that commercial? No, no. He, oh, he's yeah, a motor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah motor. Yeah, instead of a centaur. <laughs> That's not real. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it on TV. It has to be real. Uh, hey, we got to take a break. Uh, let's All right, we can, we can look go, over there. We will gladly do that, and we will gladly give away some movie passes where the effects make you think that these things are real. Spider Man Far From Home. We have a screening of it. It's tomorrow night, UA King of Prussia, 7.30. You'll need to be there by 7. I'm going to load it up because we have a lot of these passes to give away. So 10 people call right now, and we will get you into seeing that movie before it opens 
on July 2nd, as we try to do with all these great movies that come out. 215-263-WMOR is the number. When we come back, we are scheduled to have Mr. David Harbour here, who plays Hopper on Stranger Things. Season 3 is coming out on Netflix on July 4th, and we're big fans and looking forward to talking to him. We'll be right back. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Thrice. Everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. Thank you to Pink's for being here. Pink's Hot Dogs in uh, King of Prussia. I can take, uh, I can give away a gift card. What? Uh, they're coming up right now. All right, so. then we're going to switch things. Yeah. We're not going to do yeah. the Bizarre File. Uh, we are going to put that on a hold, and uh, we'll get David Harbour in here. So Benefit of being fluid. Yeah, it works. So I'm going to give away a $50 gift card to Pink's Hot Dogs. And I'll take caller number 13 at 215-263-WMMR. And they represent the fulfillment of the American dream based on a simple chili dog recipe selling thousands of chili dogs a day throughout America. So we'll set you up with that now. I had one of their, I guess, vegetarian uh, hot dogs. I had no, Marissa had to tell me that it was not a meat hot dog. Really? It's that good. All right, they are in King of Prussia, and they're in the food court inside the mall, so uh, make sure you stop by. But we will set you up with that gift card right now at uh, 215-263-WMMR. The new area of the food court, right, of the yes, mall? Yes, it's the bridge. I had an appearance there when they first opened up. Okay. And, Is that uh, they call it? Yeah, well, I think it's called yeah. the bridge, but yeah, it's, it's, it's in between the uh, the court and the plaza, the old court and the old plaza. It's a really cool spot. And, yep. um, that and food the hot court dogs are, is awesome. It is. It's impressive. And they're prime location right in the middle. Beautiful. Love it. Hey, I want to mention today is Tattoo Day. We have a chance to win a Preston and Steve themed tattoo uh, from our friends at World Famous Philadelphia Eddie's. And what you need to do is text the word tattoo to 39333. We'll find ourselves a winner a little bit later on. Just randomly going to choose one. Then you could end up being uh, getting tattooed, or you could end up getting tattooed from the area's top tattoo artists like Kyle Fitzpatrick. You can see his work on Instagram at Kyle underscore Fitzpatrick underscore or Philadelphia Eddie's tattoo.com. So get on that because you got a little bit of time left to do that. So text word tattoo to 39333. And also, while we have a moment together, I want to mention our belly flop championship is coming up. We need uh, we need contestants. We got to get you on board, and you can do that right now through WMMR.com. And the event is going to be Thursday, July 11th at the Valley Beach Poolside Club at the Valley Forge Casino Resort. We have uh, prizes for each gender for men and women. $500 cash and some tickets to see the Rolling Stones in concert. So get on that now, and we'll have a, we'll have winners of each gender, and then we'll probably have a gender flop-off to find out who the champion of the world is. We'd have to, yes. 21 and over event, absolutely free admission for spectators. The doors open at 5 p.m. That's going to be on July 11th. And if you want to be a contestant, the deadline is on Wednesday the 3rd, July 3rd at 10 a.m. So get signed up for that right now. All right, we are all set to go. Our guest has arrived. Good afternoon. Good morning. What's up in my leg, I should say? As you're per usual, you're actually early per our, I, our original I? assessment, so you're you're kicking oh. ass already. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank we are you. excited, ladies and gentlemen, to have in our studio actor David Harbour. Yeah! From- 
save you. I'm so excited I said good afternoon when it's 9.20 <laughs> in the morning. There are a bunch of footlongs outside the <laughs> yes, studio, <laughs> which is like yeah. nine, the, the night in the morning footlong, though. Yeah. Do you know pinks in Hollywood? Yeah, I do. Yeah. That's them. Yeah, those from yeah. there? They yeah. just expanded oh, well, the then east. bring me one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. It's still a hot dog. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's not a... It's, Classic breakfast fair, but it's, it, it works. It's very good. We never actually get breakfast food here. It's always it's, like it's that. always a really? dinner thing, yeah. but it, it, it all works. And all that stuff. <laughs> We've been up since three forty-five. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so it's it got a dinner for you guys. David, where are you from? Where did you grow up? Uh, I'm from White Plains, New York. Oh, oh really? well, yeah. Yes. Do you know it? I'm from yeah. New York. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Westchester County, like forty-five minutes out from the city. You know, suburban. Very boring place to grow but nice. up. <laughs> if, if, if you work in the city, it's a nice area to be in. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, I couldn't stand it when I was growing <laughs> up because it's like that suburban thing, you know, and you're like 14 years old and all you want to do is act out. And so I would take that Metro North train down to New York, though. Oh, yeah. When I was like 15. And, you know, you could, back then, you could do a lot worse things than you can nowadays. <laughs> we could go to bars. And, sure. I mean, they didn't have any of the rules they have nowadays. So it, was was just, it wasn't the creative arts that were driving you to the city? It was the party? I would tell my parents that I was going to the Metropolitan Museum of Art. <laughs> so, yes, the arts right, were driving. Yeah. If my parents are listening. <laughs> well, we're Fair thrilled enough. to have you in here. Yeah. We're, we're massive oh, Stranger Things fans. And we're also just massive of fans of your uh, your body of work, which yeah, is oh, just thanks. so much great stuff. And and I think you've described yourself, or have been described, and I think you're, you're the epitome of that guy for so long, <laughs> yeah, who yeah. just is always, oh, this guy's in it, this is going to be good. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, and we have a sense that you've, you've curated the things that you're in, and whether that's the truth or not, you just always end up in good stuff. And, uh, and Stranger Things is just such a... If, no one could have figured this this bizarre pop culture bank shot that took place. Yes, and that they they went with except for perhaps Winona Ryder. Yeah, yeah moderately yeah, she, known, yeah. and and it just took off. So yeah. when you got the script for the first time, I understand mm-hmm. it, it blew you away. But did yeah. you think you were going to get it? You couldn't have had an idea it would be what it has become. No. Yeah. The complete opposite, to yeah. be honest. I mean, for, the first thing is you get the script, and I thought it was a really good script. And so the, my first thought was there's no way they're going to choose me to be like the male adult lead in this. They'll get somebody who's a star. And so I kind of blew off the audition a little bit. I mean, <laughs> you know, I do what I do, but uh, there was a relaxation in the audition where it was like, you know, those, those situations where you think, like, this will never happen, so yeah. I might as well just do what I want to do. And that must help. That must it help does because it makes you more relaxed. You yeah, have no expectations. You're not. Right. You don't have a goal. You're just like doing what you do. Um, and then I wound up getting it, and it was uh, you know incredible. And then as we were shooting it, I remember around episode four or five having a bit of a breakdown and thinking none of this works. <laughs> really, really, really? really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, because I remember you know. I mean, Hopper's a really messy guy in many ways, like everything from his body uh, to, you know, his personality. Well, the very first, it, my when, my impression of your character uh-huh. was like, this guy's a douchebag because <laughs> exactly. she comes and says, my kid is missing. And he's like, ah, he's out running around or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to be that guy. Yeah. He's more complex than that, you know, and, and really cares. But you're right. He, he kind of had that really messy... 
attitude about him, but yeah. he's his char- the character morph. So at the, in, initially, you thought that wasn't going to translate. Yeah, and so like around episode, I think it was five though. We were doing a scene, and I and, and you know I'm neurotic, and occasionally I'll ask people like, "What'd you think? What'd you think?" And right. I went up to my uh, hair person, uh, this woman Sarah, who's love lovely person, but I was like, "What do you, what do you think? What do you think?" And she just turned to me and just shook her head, and she was like. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna work. Oh wow! And I was like, "What? You mean the whole thing?" Like, Thanks for the confidence. Wow. You, but I, I understood where she's got. You know, you're yeah. in a bubble down there, and you just have these days where you're like, "What we're doing is stupid. Nobody's gonna like it." And then before the show came out, there was no advertisements. Yeah. No. no. And, no. and I couldn't get an interview like this on a popular radio show. Like, <laughs> nobody wanted to talk to me about this show. That was the beauty of it. I found out about it through word of mouth. Exactly. And, and right. so it started to catch. And it was it was that. Now, you're, you, this actually speaks to you. were a child of the 80s. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people remember... All of this, this, this it's, a, it's at once a tribute to the work of Stephen King, and it's this pop culture maelstrom of things that are all pulled together. Yeah, and, and Spielberg. Right, yeah. to Spielberg, and shot in a way that all the things that we love, mm-hmm. but, but done in a, in a great way, so there'd be no way to know it. But the fact that it did happen that way organically, I think, made it more firmly entrenched, and that's why we're well, rabid you, for season three. You and the Netflix season one marketing department apparently <laughs> had the same thought because right. that's what you know. That's what they claimed was they. I, I don't know if that's just a way of getting out of spending any money on the show, but they <laughs> it claimed was that uh, they claimed that that was kind of their strategy was to have people discover it. And I have to say. It is very gratifying. It was very gratifying to have it be something that wasn't hyped at all, uh, and just to have people stumble across it on Netflix, and then the social media aspect of it. They just told their friends, and it was all over like Facebook and Twitter. Like, what is this? Yeah. And uh, I think in this world where everything is so hyped, it's nice to have ownership and discover something that almost feels like a little pearl you found in an oyster, like a surprise, you know? So let right. me ask you then, here's the conundrum now. Uh-huh. Now it is a thing that's I hyped. know, now we're talking yeah, about right, it. Oh, right, right. But, but whereas season two is always, everyone's like, going, okay, what season? Season two kicked ass. Yeah. I know. And, and it was... And it... guess what happens in season three? <laughs> we jump the shark. No, it's... Um... <laughs> My character gets on water skis. Nice. <laughs> and one of the top, and there's a great white shark in the lake. <laughs> All right. Who knew? Yeah. In Hawkins are you, Lake. Are you wearing a leather jacket? I am. Okay. Surprisingly. Uh, no, honestly, honestly, I just finished because they just sent me, because uh, they like to send the the finished episodes to everyone else before me. Right. But, uh, <laughs> that's just, no. but I, they just sent me all the episodes. I just finished them last night, yeah. actually. And uh, it is so damn good. Oh, yeah. wow. The trailer alone. It is alone. so yeah. damn good. And you, like, oh, the end is... Uh, how does it end? Thing. What happens? Okay, yeah. so here's what happens. <laughs> You're making um, up the story. Yeah. By the way, I, I would like to correct you on one oh. little thing. Prior to this, um, the the first season coming out, we totally would have had you on our show. You're a liar. No, 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 no. no. You are Listen, in some of our favorite oh. things. The, the, when when the first trailer for Black Mass came out, yeah. and the dinner scene with you and Johnny Depp, and and I'll just sort of leave it at that because I know you wanted to hit on this, Steve. Oh but no, no, like, we're gonna we're gonna go over all your stuff because yeah. we're we're big fans. But but yes, no, you with he Casey's right. We were fans before Stranger Things. It just oh, it just cements the adoration. 
but uh, but 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 to that point, you 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 go through these things. Uh, this has been your 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 quantum leap. Yes, <laughs> you yes. Know, I, I mean, but you you were that kind of guy. You were on Broadway, and and you you know working that that whole deal. When you when you went in to to um, I know you had an issue with working with kids initially, right? Because <laughs> kids can be a liability, right? Initially. Because I, mean, I find you've got to get the right... I, I'm i so quick to hate a kid in a thing. You know what I'm saying? If he's I annoying, do know what you mean. I know exactly you what get, you got to get a Haley Joel Osment. you got to yeah. get a, somebody yeah. who really gets... Yeah, yeah. These and we got like great. six of them. Yeah. yeah. I know. And, I know. And and so they, they never, the old thing is never work with uh, animals or kids. <laughs> yeah. But and, you and I are the same age, right? So so when I look at the... the are you 75? Born at 75. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, 1975, yeah, yeah, no. no. So you're, you were born on my brother's okay. birthday in, in 1975. Oh, I wow. saw that. I'm, I'm t- I turned 44 on the 4th of July. So Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. I, was, I was born on your brother. My brother was born in 73. Oh, oh, so, 73. I was like, Don't wow, two yeah. months apart? <laughs> Brother, how did that happen? Uh, something with death. test tubes yeah. and cloning or something. It's right out of yeah. Stranger Things. Yeah, exactly. So it's the upside down. <laughs> you and I and Nick, actually, as a matter of fact, we're all contemporaries, so we grew nice. up with the, with the same movies. So yeah, yeah. Um, there are movies that came out in the 80s uh, that still work today that have kids in them because they were so good. The Goonies is one. Yes. Stand By Me is another yes. one. Yes. Sandlot is another one that came a little bit later on, okay. and and so I liken ET, ET, e. yeah, yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, ET, yeah. um, Drew so, Barrymore, like a little tiny Drew Barrymore, amazing, yeah. right? So, and we had the the creator of the Sandlot in here a couple of years ago, and he actually, I think they had a whole other cast of kids, and he was like, you know what, I need to get older kids to play younger. Because they weren't doing it right, and yeah, interesting. Yeah. And so, I mean, our kids are kind of all over the map. I think when we started, I think Millie was the youngest, and I think she was eleven years old. And then I think Caleb was the oldest, and I think he was maybe fourteen. Um, so they do span a little bit, but in general, they are kind of aging with the show. Like right. Millie, in particular, is you know she started out; she was eleven years old, and now she's what like. 14 or something. She's a young woman now. It, it, it's a yeah. little weird to see, but it's natural. Well, it's but weird it's... for you. It's just weird for Hopper, too. Yeah, it's like a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you, and to Preston's point about the character, this character, and I think some of I like complex, I like villains where you can sort of see why they are what they are, and, and they're not just, you know, mustache twisting. And I like heroes that sometimes get pissed off and yeah. have have luggage and that's what how hopper came into the yeah, yeah. to the deal you know the whole paternal aspect of him was not revealed and it becomes it becomes revealed in an organic way how much how much of of uh, your input helped create that genesis for for hopper I mean, they, you know, they have they had an amazing character uh, already created when I came in, but I, they were they also are very collaborative. So, you know, I, I have ideas and I understand uh, men that are broken and <laughs> disappointed in life, and other people are disappointed in. Uh, so I had some insight into that. Right. Um, and so, you know, as we were developing him in the first season, and one of the fun things was uh, as we developed him in the first season and as we thought, you know, we were all sort of neurotic, we thought, well, this isn't going to have much of a life after this season. But we would sit around on set and just have fantasies about, like, 
you know, what would be amazing? Like, right. if we could run this thing. Like, what what could be cool? And I think that the sum of those discussions, especially in season one, you know, one of the fun things was, like, uh, we really loved the character of Hopper, and we also really loved this character of Eleven, and we were like, you know, there's clearly, like, he had a daughter who died, and so he has a lot of trauma around that, and she had a papa who was manipulative and who used her. Right. And so wouldn't it be great for these two characters to try to heal their trauma together and do it in a very chaotic way where they, you know, they Which don't know season what they're two. doing. Yeah, season so that two led was that into process. season two. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, and then there's stuff that we're even responding to going into to season three. Um yeah. Yeah. No. David, I, I loved you on uh, Newsroom, and and I love <laughs> yeah, you in, yeah. in this in, in Stranger Things. And they're very different roles. Very different. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and the writing on uh, which is Aaron Sorkin's show and on the Newsroom is it's so fast paced, and so mm. a lot of your characters build on the fast paced nature of the entire show and how mm. quickly the dialogue is, is delivered. Whereas on Stranger Things, it's the spaces between the notes, right? Mm. It's, it's a lot more drawn out, and you can be a much more subtle actor. Do you have mm. a preference? Does it matter to you, or yeah. do you just like to work when the work is good? No, I mean I I do feel like with the newsroom stuff like i feel like the gestalt like the larger piece is very good but as a component in it you don't have a lot of freedom to do you don't you don't have a lot of ownership in a weird way and so with stranger things there's a lot more ownership i mean you get to you get to explore a lot more behavior a lot of times like sorkin stuff and a newsroom is is very much about the point you're making as you know on the page whereas with stranger things you may say something and mean something entirely different, or you may say something and then behave entirely and different. There are these pauses and these drawn out things, especially with your character. You, you, <laughs> I love that. I love the way a character is like, you take a lot of time. <laughs> like, it's what's up with you? Why? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's compelling, <laughs> you get drawn yeah. in as a result. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I, you know, that's my, my whole thing with acting has always been that, um, you know, a, a lot of it. Human behavior is always very complex, and sometimes, a lot of times, I think people say something that, and then they behave entirely differently. And that's sort of how I've seen the world since I was a kid, is I've always been confused by human beings, because they would say things like, I love you. And you'd be like, I don't no, think you, you don't. do. I think you you want me to stay, or you want, I don't know what you yeah, want, yeah, but yeah. you don't just love me. So, yeah, yeah. so that There's that's always the complicated thing that I want to explore with human beings. And I think that the great thing about the Duffers are they really love actors. They really love you know what we bring to it, and they really want you know. So they'll have something in their mind that's very specific, and then we'll come in and mess it up, and they'll they'll be like, "This is even better than what we." And that sort of collaboration is what you're always looking for. You mentioned uh, taking a lot of time. <clears throat> Netflix took a long time <laughs> to get this next okay. season back. Okay. I was curious what you, <laughs> all right, as, as how you feel about that as an actor. Listen, here's here's the problem. Right? Uh-huh. It's not a problem. It's a problem with you guys. <laughs> I swear, it is a problem with the world. Uh-huh. Okay, because we have. Tra- all right, I'm going to throw it down here because right, we have on. trained you. We give you eight, or actually last year nine hours of content. Yeah, yeah. and you binge it all in a day. <laughs> no, I learned, and it's like, give us time. Take your time. 
Once every two months is <laughs> when you should be watching, watching an episode. episode. No, no, it's, it's, like, it's crack. Look, it's, it's crack. I know for yeah. me too. For me too. I mean, yeah. it's it, yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. And as soon as it's over, you're like, when's the next one? Coming? I <laughs> like yeah. it, after the first day it comes out, you watch the whole season, I mean, and then like, you want to know when there's more. And you'll see, like, uh, you, you'll see as you watch this season. I mean, the problem is, like, I agree. I wish we could bring them out to you every couple months. You know. But the problem is, and especially when you watch this season, if you really just watch each episode and you see the camera work, the story work, the production design, like w- every single one of them is an hour-long movie. That's been true of the whole series. Eight of them. Yeah. yeah. But we, eight, eight movies in a year and a half is, like, pretty good, pretty good. <laughs> compared to, like... Well, let me let me ask you, going to your film work, which we, we should love, and Casey brought up uh, Black Mass, and, mm-hmm. and you, you know, you've worked on the other side of the table from Johnny Depp as menacing a whitey bulger as you could possibly imagine. <laughs> and I was reading an interview with you where you say um, the performance you... You know, it really works like when you legitimately, if you're supposed to hate somebody, if you actually sort of legitimately hate the person in that in that scene, that you can tell when someone's going, I'm going to pretend I hate you. <laughs> so when Johnny Depp is looking across at you and he's delivering <laughs> the secret recipe sequence, yeah. are, are, are you kind of getting unnerved by that? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, there's very personal work going on. I'm terrified of Johnny Depp. I mean, who isn't? <laughs> uh, but, uh... <sighs> But, you know, so, yeah, I mean, it's a funny thing. Like, you meet people and you work with them almost immediately. Like, that was Johnny and me. Like, it was, we just met that day and we just had that scene. But no kidding. That was your first scene with him that day? uh, Yeah, and that was actually my first scene in the movie. Wow. Wow. Um, And, uh, you know, you sit down with a person. And so what, what I try to do is, like, just get very personal with them early on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you try to really see what you get from this human being and then you what you can use it's almost like you're you're there with another chef and you guys just have like ingredients spilled out and you're like okay what am i going to use from mm-hmm. you like you know you have this set of ingredients i have this set of ingredients what can we and i mean th- i do feel like the thing about acting is that when it's and look i do it sometimes and sometimes i get scared of doing it but uh when it's when you bleed uh other people feel it more, I think. Like, right, right. You know, Ernest Hemingway has this great quote where he's like, writing is easy. You just sit at the typewriter and bleed. <laughs> and like, yeah. It's well, true. Like, yeah. when you actually are in the room, if you if you actually are hurt by someone, uh, it registers as di- as differently, uh, viscerally, than if you're just sort of like pretending. Right. And I think in that scene you had uh, soy sauce and garlic. <laughs> you had, right? Oh, man. You I found out. I spelled the secret. Uh, can I ask you a question? Because I, uh, Real quick, I just want to oh, reset. Yeah. David Harbour, if you're just tuning in, Stranger Things Season 3 coming up on Netflix July 4th. Uh, it, with that particular movie, I, you, you, listen, you, you've been an actor for a long time. That's what you majored in college. You get into it because you love it. I, I don't. I assume that you didn't get into what you're doing now to receive awards and yeah. all that sort of stuff. However, with that movie, I felt like Johnny Depp should have at least been nominated for Best Actor in every single award show, and he <laughs> wasn't. Yeah, and I mean that stuff's so, all political, you know. Okay, it's, it, we and then we you can see there there are signs, and, and it's, it's always been the case. For example, I always point to the fact that Paul Newman should have won for the verdict, and they oh, gave it yeah. to him for the Color of Money. 
Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, and, and it's like yeah, well, yeah. we screwed up, so here you go. So yeah. that's, that's I think it's Pacino too, right? Like yeah, he, he was nominated the Godfather, Godfather two, like all these movies, and then they give it to him for a scent of a woman, which is like <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. but like it's Those no dog day it. afternoon. Like right. come on, like no, you're right. You're <laughs> Attica, Attica. Yeah. It was just on the other night. It's, oh, it's it holds so up. It's still great. Uh, David, I wanted to go back to to the kids on the set on Stranger Things. You're watching these kids grow up. They're they're great actors. Um, yet they are um, they're going up into this this world of a career. Um, I'm wondering if you. If you're, if you're just letting them do that, or do you occasionally have a little bit of advice you try to, by osmosis, kind of <laughs> yeah. give to them? Are you a parent? I am, yeah. I have three. Yeah. Yeah. So one of his sons uh, is right honest. Yeah, oh, actually. really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you, do you listen to your dad? Oh, yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> because you're in the room. Yeah, I know. No, it's, no, it's uh, yeah. uh, like, of course, like, whatever. I mean, I actually don't have kids, so... I have uh, six, uh, you know, or seven if you include Joe Keery. Um, but like, <laughs> like little kids who I like adore and love, and of course I'm protective over them, and I want them. And I mean, it is a hard road, and especially nowadays with all the interaction with uh, fans and stuff like that, and the fact that you know there's a fickle light of fame and of uh, people that like you. I mean, I look at professional sports players and like you know you, you have a bad season and you got people in the stands going like you're a bum yeah. and we we have the same thing because of social media exactly Expo- that's, you're just you're just eviscerated that's the thing yeah. and i you know i so i feel for these kids to be thrust in the limelight so quickly and to be you know they are beloved um and look i hope that they never have a day of not yeah. being beloved but i <laughs> But I will say I don't think that's the case. Um, I don't think that's possible for any human being. I mean, we go up and down. The world loves you. They hate you. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just the nature of fortune, right? It's like a fickle wheel. It just spins. It yeah. just spins. But you feel and the hate more than you do the love for some absolutely. reason. Absolutely. It's so true, right? Yeah. I mean, You have to yeah. learn, though. You know, the, my, my dad years ago just he would say, always consider the source. Always oh, yeah. consider the source. And when you do that, it helps uh, mitigate and, and tamp down that stuff. But it's hard, though, yeah. because you 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 get into this because you, as you said, you go to the hairdresser. How am I doing? And uh, you don't yeah. want to hear you're not. It's, it doesn't look like no. it's going well. And, yeah. and you think that uh, I think because, you know, we're on TV or whatever it is, like. I, I think it too. I mean, I've written things on about people on Twitter, like yeah. celebrities and stuff. You think that like those people are immune because they are so like, and then you're just like, no, like you just, I'm just a human being like anybody else. So if you come up and say like, <laughs> you're the worst, like, I, you know, yeah, it hurts. I mean, yeah. it, you know, you're it, like, I am. Yeah, it's, I am the worst. You know, but uh, but but it, and it is true. Like the amount you can just rack up. Uh, uh, love and it just you know scroll through that. Or but, well, uh, the minute have... somebody goes like, mm, I don't know, you're like, like your hairdresser. What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, like I, I tweeted out OJ's on Twitter now, and I tweeted okay. out. I, I did bring up the double murder thing, but I said he, he looked good. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I tried to. Okay. I still even uh, with OJ. I, people. I, yeah. I, I tried to do that. <laughs> Going back to Stranger Things, I, I love the 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 concept of the of the town of Hawkins. It's very Stephen King. Esque like Castle Rock, where yeah. there's just this area that's concentrated. Weird things are happening yeah. all the time. You've also got this cast that's growing up. This could go on for quite a while. 
Um, you know, and, and only you and, and the guy, the, the people that are uh, writing this show know whether it's a definitive end at the end of season three. We don't know. Mm. But this could keep, this train could keep riding for a while, couldn't could it? Could it? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So well, bad. all right. Like a shaky witness, <laughs> I'm going to reach for the glass. <laughs> we know Take you, a sip of coffee. We know, we know you got to run. Uh, real quick question about uh, Black Widow. You are indeed filming that? Uh, oh. No, 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 yes. So, I, mean, right. I mean, I mean, I don't know if I'm filming right now, right? But, uh, but yes, yes. Okay, we, we are shooting that movie. Yes. I just wanted to make sure because you know reports and IMDb and no, no, no. I, I you know, stuff, there's so. a lot of misinformation on that as well. But I will say that uh, Kate Shortland is directing uh, this movie, Black Widow, which I am in, and it is incredible. Awesome. Uh, we yeah. lo- we love the subject matter, Scarlett. We, yeah, we're, we're, and we're thrilled you're in it. We're we're oh, huge thanks. fans yeah. of yeah. what you do, and uh, oh, it's, it's just very intriguing. So yeah, know, no, it's uh, that's I think it's really going to be a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and these Marvel guys are like, you know, they're just the best in the business. Like Kevin yep. Feige, and these guys, these guys are just so good at what yeah. they do. So you you really feel it on set too. It's like this real, you know, these guys are just really good at telling stories. They take something that could be lighter than air. And, right. and really you just evaporate, and they make it something that has gravitas to it, which yeah, is amazing. Exactly. Stranger Things Season 3 is on Netflix July 4th. Dude, I'm really happy that you're like a super nice guy. Oh, <laughs> thanks. It's no, no, always no. nice to find it's out. nice so to talk to you guys. Thank you. We appreciate and it. Enjoy, enjoy the season. It's really, uh, and I don't say this, I mean, I'm stand behind the hype. It's like, it's going to take your breath away. Awesome. Love it. Love Excellent. it. All right, oh, let's yeah. hear it for David Harbour. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Don't you stray too far. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I have two uh, butt plugs. Uh, and I'm not talking about me You're personally. You're posting? No. Uh, I, wow, you could handle a lot. There are charity events oh, oh. that I want to mention. Butt plug, butt plug, butt plug, butt plug. Here's some butt plugs loaded up with deets and info, man. Charities can email us and we'll do what we can with a butt plug, butt plug, butt plug, butt plug. Yay! All right, uh, I got th- these. Both of these events are taking place uh, this weekend, uh, the twenty seventh. So I wanted to make sure I mentioned these. And this is from uh, Teresa Aprovado. Uh, uh, unfortunately, her father in law is really sick. He's going through uh-huh. kidney failure. Sixty years old. They're from Pemberton, New Jersey. So on Thursday, it says Thursday, June twenty seventh. Yeah, yeah, it is Thursday. Yeah, okay, I want right. to make sure yeah. it was the right date. Okay, Thursday, June 27, 6 p.m., we're having a fundraiser at Rita's Water Ice at uh, 21 Juliustown Road in Browns Mills, New Jersey, and it's for Robert uh, S. Uh, uh, S. Church, S. Estridge. I'm, I'm getting the name wrong, I'm sure. Anyway, if you know the area, please go by. Sure. He's a grandpa of five with another one on the way, and uh, he's on the list of, uh, to be a donor. Uh, I would appreciate if you could give a, a shout-out uh, anytime before June 27th to get the word out. Uh, so I just wanted to mention that. So yeah. Browns Mills, New Jersey, and this is on Thursday at uh, 6 p.m. They're doing a fundraiser. So if you're in that area, please go by and help out. And then I got this one from Rich Donnelly. He's a member of an all-professional firefighter motorcycle club in Philadelphia called the Axemen. Great name. 
And he said we're a nonprofit organization that is having a fundraiser to help the Burn Foundation Foundation purchase Burn Buddy dolls. And these are great. So uh, they're all sent to burn centers. The dolls are to give comfort to children who are admitted to treatment. Ah. Uh, Their happy faces not only bring joy to their new friends, but they also help in the healing process. Each buddy comes dressed in a hospital gown, not unlike the patient. And they also have a set of bandages that the children can use to uh, simulate the children uh, that are getting uh, care from the doctors and nurses. And this little bit of empathy goes a long way towards helping the children understand the treatment they are getting. So they have an event uh, not until, oh, this is July 27th. Okay. Well, it's well out in well advance. advance. This so is your first heads up, and I'm sure you'll repeat it as we get closer. This won't conflict with the one on June 27th. So Saturday, yeah. July 27th at the VFW uh, in Ben Salem. So it's on Lavender Roads, post 9220, and they got uh, beer, food, music, Chinese auction, and the Philadelphia Police and Fire Pipes and Drums will be there. It's $25. So I wanted to mention that. And, Nick, I think I sent you that. Yeah, day. I would show it to you on the website if I could show you the website. Yeah. So that's available on the <clears throat> excuse me on the community page of WMMR.com and PrestonSteve.com. So I just wanted to make sure that I mentioned those. And uh, is there something that I need to give away right now in case we're no. good for now? No, we're good. I'll do a giveaway in a moment. Pink's Hot Dogs here this morning, King of Prussia. So thank you to those guys. Uh, and you can find them in the King of Prussia Mall, and they're inside the uh, the food court, the new one, uh, and they're great. They're brought by chili dogs and all kinds of good stuff, so we love it. Let's do the Bizarre Five. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre Five. <laughs> So this must have been a hell of event uh, of an event on a flight. A woman has been arrested after two Royal Air Force jets were forced to escort a passenger plane back to London following severe disruption on board shortly after takeoff. The hell happened? So when they scrambled jets, you know, this is pretty serious. Jet two, British low cost airline, reported that there had been an extremely disruptive passenger on board its flight Saturday from London to Turkey. Uh, the flight departed around 6 p.m. and was escorted back to London only about 20 minutes after it was in the air. A spokeswoman for the police said that a woman had been arrested on suspicion of two assaults and endangering an aircraft. And the RAF also confirmed that two quick-reaction alert typhoon aircraft were scrambled to escort the flight back to uh, Stansted. Did they shoot it down? <laughs> no, they didn't shoot it down. Oh. There were other people on the plane. Oh, yeah, yeah that'd be collateral damage. <laughs> Uh, on Twitter, the airport wrote a uh, large number of 911 calls coming in about a loud explosion. We have liaised with the SX police who are confirming that this is a sonic boom from a passing aircraft. Uh, so they had to get there quickly. Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Uh, police added there's a possibility that residents nearby may have heard a loud noise often associated with a sonic boom as the aircraft descended into Stansted airspace. But they arrested the woman. I don't have any details of exactly she what she She must have been did. going out of her freaking mind. Yeah, must have been a threat to take the plane Yeah, down. yeah. Uh, Georgia Department of Health officials are reportedly investigating after 54 children attending an Atlanta-area summer camp became sick. Sick. <laughs> yeah, they were they were ill. Uh, the Rock Eagle... Yes, this is Counselor Calper. <laughs> Your child is sick. You had to do that 54 times. Sick, sick, uh, sick, ro- sick. <laughs> sick. <laughs> The Rock Eagle Forage Center in Putnam County, Georgia, was closed for... Oh, yes, I do exfoliate. Uh, for... As a matter of fact. 
for overnight <laughs> visits uh, this week after dozens of children staying overnight reported signs of gas. Actually, this is going to freak you out. I'm 44. Of gas. <laughs> Sworn on the day over 35. Don't I look 44? <laughs> and I never got sick. Uh, of gastrointestinal illness. Symptoms began late Wednesday, early Thursday, and included nausea, vomiting, and, your child. and diarrhea. One camp leader told, <laughs> told the news station that the number of campers showing symptoms spiked Thursday morning, prompting officials to take action. The camp will reportedly be closed for overnight campers throughout the weekend, but... Daytime activities at the camp will continue. Uh, the pool will also be closed and clean as a precaution. Uh, the Department of Health officials added that the cause of the illness would likely be identified in the next week following lab tests. Uh, Steph- I know, I'm 44. <laughs> Stefani Carol Kirkhoff. Uh, Jerkoff. What? <laughs> Julie? Julie Jerkoff. I'm so sorry. As- Bumhole. Uh, Forgive me. Forgive me. It's bumhole. Julie Jerkoff. Forgive me, Kirkoff. <laughs> so Stefani Carol Kirkoff uh, always checks the washer and dryer to make sure that none of their three cats, none of her three cats, have climbed inside. Almost always. Last week, after fetching more clothes for a load of laundry, shut the door without thinking, set the machine on express wash. And walked away. 45 minutes later, when the cycle was done, she noticed the clothes were still dripping wet. She was about to shut the door again when she saw a single white paw sticking out from Uh. the wet laundry. Uh, I'll save the suspense, Steve. The cat was okay. Yes. Uh, Somehow, her one-year-old cat, Felix, had found his way into the machine. She quickly took him out and called her father, who raced him to the Animal Emergency Referral Center. Although Felix had lost his vision and had pneumonia from the amount of water in his lungs, he survived and is doing better now, and he can see, and he's eating. He can even type. He's still on some oxygen, but uh, Kirkhoff's daughter's daughter began a GoFundMe appeal for Felix to help uh, offset the rising medical bills, which she said are already up to $7,000, and uh, she said it's the least they could do after Felix fought to stay alive. So you have ten cats in your house. You watch closely. We when you do check laundry. every time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Listen, they 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 want to get into those spaces. Uh, yeah, that, they're pretty good with that stuff, yeah. you know. Uh, but you you still check. Yeah. I I had uh, I had a cabinet. There's a cabinet door that's down close to the floor. And one morning when I was getting to getting out the door to go to work, I said, "Just close the door here." Yeah, and they open it up, and the cat had spent the whole night in the cupboard. Oh no. yeah. yeah, well I've done the same thing, and oh, their yeah. food is in there, so they yes. know. So as soon as you open it, they run in, and sometimes I don't know they're in there and close it. Right, right, <laughs> and then it's like an alcoholic getting locked in a bar for the night. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they were so the, yes. The the, the uh, food that I have for them, you kind of just tear off the top. It's like a mixture of like plastic. They and clawed stuff. through. Clawed through yeah, about yeah. ten of them. They uh-huh. were throwing up for three days. We'll survive. <laughs> uh, we just need to ration water. So, I don't know if you guys saw this video or not. Uh, something happens to people when they have kids, along with being filled with joy and love, comes from parenthood. Uh, most women and men will also wind up with spontaneously developing superhuman reflexes. Uh, the so-called mom and dad reflexes have actually wound up saving many children from injuries. And there's a video making the rounds on Reddit, and the clip shows a woman and her young child walking off an elevator. As they seemingly head to an appointment in an office building, the mom waits to be buzzed in. Her toddler wanders over to a balcony. It looked more like a stairway to me. It's it's amazing. And while there's a railing there, it isn't solid. There's nothing stopping the child from falling, and that's exactly what happens. Yet somehow, from many feet away, this woman dives and just catches this kid by the leg. 
and hang. Have you guys on seen them. the footage? No. no. Yeah, you got to see it. It's amazing. It's Press pretty it. wild. And it seems weird that they wouldn't have something to, you know, where where to block kids. I mean, they're, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I've seen compilation videos of parents doing this type of thing, though. You know, yeah, yeah. The kid. yeah, it's, it's yeah. incredible. Uh, if you look closely during the whole scary situation, the mom didn't even drop her phone when it happened. Uh, video ends with the mother pulling her child up and the office workers coming to comfort and applaud her after her catch. So it's kind of scary, but the kid ended up being all right, I guess. And that is the bizarre file for now. Uh, I should give away something because we have so yeah. many things to give away. You want me to do the uh, the strip club? Yeah! Let's do, uh, let's do Club yeah. Risque. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah! <laughs> yeah! Uh, we have... Uh, strip. Yeah! Club. club. Yeah. yeah! 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 Uh, boobs. Yeah. yeah! Casey Boy will be at the Bristol location of Club Risque. Yeah! And, and Nick will be at the Philly location of Club Risque. Yeah! yeah. And this will be what, Casey Wednesday, Nick on Thursday. Yeah! yeah. And, oh, dear God. Yep. Come on, join along, Kevin. Okay. And we have your chance to uh, to win passes to be there with them. Yeah! And it'll include one hour VIP open bar at eight. Yeah! And your chance to grab cash and other prizes in their cash booth that night. Yeah! So if you're at least 21 years of age, uh, you can be one of the next five callers and pick which night you want to go to. Yeah! 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Yeah! Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're going to do today's lesson question, and uh, we're having some uh, communication issues with our, yeah. our Wi-Fi and Internet and all that stuff. So Nick is going to ask a question because he's got them over there, and we're going to give away a pair of tickets to see. Uh, okay, Casey. Yes. Did they change the copy on this or not? Oh, they did. They did. Um, it's, uh, it is going to be Harry Potter. It is, okay. And it's... Uh, it's just a. Actually, Nick, you know off the top it's of your head. It's the fourth one, yeah. It's Goblet of Fire. Uh, I literally think you have the copy from last year, Preston. Yeah, this says Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. So, so it's uh, July 20th, which is my birthday. Okay. Um, and so it's uh, the fourth Harry Potter movie. It's with the orchestra. It's at the man. It's a great time. All I've right. been to many of these in the past, and they're a lot of fun. Yeah, the copy's in front of you now, Preston. The right, the Thank correct you. copy. That is what you get. All right, what's our question, Nick? Um, I'm going to go with an early one. Uh, E.T.'s people from his home planet would like to dis- uh, dissect which actor. Ah. Which okay. actor will be dissected if they get their way uh, hmm. by E.T.'s people. All right. I think I remember that. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. Let's see if you know the answer. And while you're calling in, we'll do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, Steve, what do we have today? Well, the Justin Bieber versus Tom Cruise UFC fight hype is in full gear and head honcho Dana White says it will be the biggest pay-per-view pay-per-view event in history if it happens. Not to be outdone, though, celebrity boxing promoter Damon Feldman has announced a pillow fight between Milton Street and Snooki. That's pretty big stuff. Janet Jackson finally addressing the effect of the Leaving Neverland documentary on the legacy of Michael Jackson. Janet says that some people will always believe Michael molested little boys and some will not, but the first group is right. Yeah. (laughs) 
And finally, Page Six reporting that Lindsay Lohan has signed a recording agreement with Casablanca Records. According to the deal, Lohan has agreed to never record anything for Casablanca Records. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trash. All right. Thank you, Steve. All right. So we're looking to find out who on E.T.'s home planet, what actor uh, they were going to dissect. Oh, I can't wait to do this. <laughs> I can't wait to try this out. Uh, hi, Kilton. It's actually Clinton. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Here's something like Kilton. that. <laughs> How's Whopper doing? Whopper. Yeah. <laughs> Kilton. I forgot about Whopper. Whoppers. We made somebody cry with <laughs> yeah. Whopper. Oh, that's right. Okay, I'm Poor sorry. Girl. Clinton. Kilton. Uh, do me a favor and tell me what actor is going to be dissected on the home world of E.T. Dave Coulier. Dave Coulier. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. One moment, sir. We're going to get your information. And we're going to give you Kilton and Walper. Kilton and Walper. The new Tatango and Cash. Kilton and Walper. Oh, my God. Uh, tickets to rediscover the magic of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire in concert at the Man's TD Pavilion on July 20th. The Philadelphia Orchestra performs Patrick Doyle's unforgettable score live as the enchanting Harry Potter series plays on the big screen in high definition. Picnics are welcome at this all-ages event. The series, Movies at the Man, is presented by BMW for tickets. You can visit themancenter.org. We're going to do music news. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Dickhead. All right. Well, sorry, this is a pretty solid story, man. Dave Grohl. And Billy Gibbons of ZZ Top are both making guest appearances on the upcoming album for Queens of the Stone Age. Wow. I think that's so cool to Billy Gibbons. Now, Dave has already done stuff before uh, with Queens, by the way. So He's on their, their basically their hits. Uh, yeah, he's on their first album. He's yeah. on the Songs for the Deaf. But Gibbons said while performing at Hellfest in France uh, just one month ago, or I'm sorry, just one month ago, I was making a record with Queens of the Stone Age, and Dave Grohl was also taking part, and he decided uh, to have a big barbecue, uh, just talking about this event. Uh, and Dave's really into barbecue, yes. by the way. Uh, so Gibbons confirmed the project with a new Queens album, adding that it could be out uh, by Halloween. Some fans speculated that the album could be a new entry in Josh Homme's long-running Desert Sessions series. The last Queens album, Villains, came out in 2017. And like I said, Dave had played drums on uh, 2002's album Songs for the Deaf and also contributed drums to five songs on 2013's Like Clockwork. And plus, he was in the band uh, with Josh and John Paul Jones of Zeppelin as they did an album together and toured under the name Them Crooked Vultures. Yeah, you know what? Um, that song, New Fang, that they did, I love. And, and it. I, I, I'm going to play a little bit of it, but... Um, it didn't take the yeah. way I, I sort of felt like it should. I just thought it it was uh, had a you know catchy hook to it. The the guitar was good. I, I don't you know. Who knows? Yeah. It didn't. I, see, like it didn't. It didn't really speak to me much. Yeah. Uh, but you know, sometimes music is that way. They yeah. get, you know, it doesn't always take off and become really big. But certainly had some great musicians uh, in that project. Uh, Prophets of Rage, the supergroup featuring members of Rage Against the Machine, Public Enemy, and Cypress Hill. I've released a new single called Made With Hate. Uh, the track is likely to appear on the band's sophomore album, which is tentatively slated to arrive next year. The band's self-titled debut album surfaced in 2017. 
uh, on what inspired the new song, Chuck D said, Made With Hate was formed out of a conversation amongst ourselves about the level of passion fuel it takes uh, to create. Uh, especially when attacking something of hate. You must create the energy to hate hate. To have peace, you have to despise hatred with a passion for peace and attack it. What? So that's the motivation <laughs> behind that song. Exactly. Shinedown's current single, Monsters, just became the band's 14th number one single on Billboard's mainstream rock songs chart, keeping them in second place but closing rapidly on Three Days Grace, who recently earned their 15th chart topper on the chart with Right, Left, Wrong. Meanwhile, Monsters... That's the code to Contra, right? Is It's up, up, down, down. Oh, left, right, left, right, B-A-B-A. That's the one, yeah. <laughs> uh, is Monsters is now Shinedown's 15th number one on the active rock chart. Uh, while every one of the group's 25 consecutive singles has reached the top five on mainstream rock song airplay charts. Tours fans have discovered, this is really cool, that the limited edition vinyl version of the band's new Help Us Stranger album includes a hidden tribute to the Beatles. The special vinyl edition comes with a lenticular sleeve, Ooh. which when removed reveals a spoof of the Fab Four's notorious yesterday and today butcher shop cover from 1966. And the heads of Jack White, Brendan Benson, Patrick Keeler, and Jack Lawrence replace those of the Beatles on the cover with the new album's title rendered in the original typeface. So that's kind of cool. I like that he does these hidden little things. Well, and remember, you drew, you told him that you saw a, uh, or heard a, a similarity to the Beatles sound. Yeah, and, uh, in Sunday Driver yeah. and uh, Day Tripper. Uh, so he's clearly a fan, which is uh, cool. Corn has set the date for the apparent <laughs> reveal of whether the band has been teasing... Uh, the past two, or what the ba- whatever the band has been teasing for the last two weeks. It still works. According- it's like watching Sinatra take the stage. It's always there. <laughs> According to a post shared via social media, the official reveal <laughs> is scheduled for this Wednesday. One more time. All right. The... <laughs> I thought there was two. Well, this no, is the uh, original. The second one, oh, yeah. the second one was by it's accident. Like you see the Godfather, yeah. and then you see the Godfather saga. Gotcha. It would be like, there it is. That was done on the fly, right? Yeah, it was. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> Can you do it fast? <laughs> Double A. Can you play Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy with that? I don't know. I don't that, think so. I don't know how that goes. No, that's in the mood. I was no, I, I couldn't do it. It's close. close. <laughs> the button's not good. The button's not good. Man. All right. More uh, tragic words have never been uttered. A master craftsman never blames his tools. Casey. Yeah, well, this tool sucks. <laughs> a master craftsman. The band has also launched a time-based puzzle at its official website, corn.com. An email sent out of the band's mailing list features the caption, You'll never find me, similar to the one sent last week with the message, Watch it all fall down. Current speculation is the band either unveiling its new LP Launching a single or both. And then one last story. 
Although this is kind of cool. Roger Daltrey says that the messianic lead character in The Who's Tommy... Yes. ...would have the draw of a reality star today. <laughs> wow. Even uh, Tommy had their brief fart period. Uh, the Who. So he says uh, he'd be more less like a Jesus and more like a reality star. Yeah, he said Daltrey has uh, just released his latest solo album, the live collection, the Who's Tommy Orchestral. Uh, the concert was, set was recorded in Budapest and uh, Bethel in upstate New York, the scene of the first Woodstock Festival 50 years ago. In an interview, Daltrey maintained that the story of the deaf, dumb, and blind pinball champion resonates just as strongly with society 50 years after its initial release. Explaining to me it's every bit as relevant. The more I lived with it, the more I've come to realize it's about the human condition and worshiping false he- heroes. And today, with social media and that, it seems to be more prevalent than ever <clears throat> with the worshiping of false heroes. He said, Tommy would be one of the Kardashians now. And then he laughs and calls him Tammy. He said, why what the hell am- are you talking about? He said, why I'm pleased with this is because the audience went absolutely bananas when they heard it and thought that this is uh, still touching people. Four- he said, 14,000 people turned up to see me on my own. I thought that was crazy. Uh, but there's something within that piece that resonates with people and moves him. Uh, in the actual original piece, they, while he's looked at as sort of a messianic figure, he is. They, they even they know that he's you know he's not. He's a flawed. Well, eventually, yeah. yeah, he, yeah. Said, he said those characters in Tommy are just metaphors for different parts of our society right. that we live in. He said, and I don't care who you, who you, uh, I don't care who you are. You can be the hardest bastard on the planet, but one day in your life, you will sit there saying, "See me, feel me, touch me, heal me." Feeling sorry for yourself. There's a vulnerability uh, that that music and those words create. So I thought that was just kind of an interesting insight into that. And that is what I have for you in music news this morning. All right. We're going to take a break and we're going to give away our last $50 Pink's Hot Dogs gift card. Yeah! Caller 18, it's yours. 215-263-WMMR. Don't forget, uh, celebrities like Katy Perry, James Corden, Steve Martin, George Lopez, Jennifer Garner, Nicole Kimmon, Jay Leno, Michael Jackson, and even Betty White. I have two, please. Have- <laughs> huh. Two to go? I'm surprised. I know. I thought it would be one. No. You're so slight. Two to go. Uh, Some chili. In Mediterranean-looking boys. Oh, you don't have that? <laughs> just the hot dogs. Just the chili. All right, then just the hot dogs. Uh, all, they have all... They're all pink on the inside. They have all relished the delicious flavors and taste of Pink's hot dogs. Uh, visit pinkshollywood.com. <laughs> what do you want, Bubbles? <laughs> for more information. Sorry. Right. And there you go. That's what I have. Wait, I already finished. What happened? Wait, what are you life? talking about? <laughs> I thought it's I was Now the bizarre fire. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll get the letter of the day for the word of the week prize and the triumphant return of Pierre Robert. Oh, yes. When we get back, stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, the Greg Silver Band. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. You get more beautiful every time. You make me say yeah. See and hear more at WMMR.com. Keyword local shots. The Greg Silver Band. Jackson's local shots artist of the month. Reach out. 
sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I just got word from Marissa. No cake recipes, but I let you guys try. My son Carter came in this morning and brought his million-dollar bacon with him. Yes. Uh, and it's amazing. And so Marissa is putting the recipe up now on our social, Marissa, or on the website? Social. Everywhere. She says everywhere. So Everywhere you want to be. You want to try the greatest bacon ever. Uh, it's a recipe. Actually, Rochelle found it and Carter made it. So, um, But it's, oh my God, it's so good. It's I understand, good. Carter, uh, you made a number of the dishes on, on uh, for the party on Saturday, right? Yeah, I did. I made a, uh, a mac and cheese, a baked mac and oh, cheese. Oh, was that you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was damn good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Very good. And you made the guacamole? Yes, I did. And the stuffed peppers? Yep. And the million-dollar bacon. Yes. Good man. How about that crap? Look at him go. I should have had kids to cook for me. You should have. (laughs) Oh, my God. Everyone should have kids to cook for them. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Right now, we're working on laundry, learning to do laundry. (laughs) So that will be next. Mm -hmm. Carry daddy to bed. Uh, (laughs) Eventually. (laughs) Eventually. Yeah. Hey, uh, I want to announce our winner for Tattoos Day because today is indeed Tattoos Day and people are getting signed up all morning long texting in. We got a winner, and that winner is Kevin Gross from yeah. Philadelphia. Woo! Kevin, congratulations. You just won yourself a $350 gift certificate. Good for a Preston and Steve show-themed tattoo from world-famous Philadelphia Addies Tattoo. And uh, you will find them at 621 South 4th Street in South Philly. And you can get tattooed by the area's top tattoo artists like Kyle Fitzpatrick. You can see his work on Instagram at Kyle underscore Fitzpatrick underscore or Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo.com. So congrats to you, my man. Well yeah. In case you want to say something. I did. You know, Marissa is actually hosting this wine and cheese party, uh, and that is tonight. Oh. Tonight for wine and cheese with Marissa? Yeah, from 6 to 8 p.m. at Arch Enemy Arts, and that's in Old City. And um, so, I mean, she has... A whole bunch of slots that are available. If anybody wants to join her for this, come fill her slots. Yeah, fill her slots this morning to join her tonight. No, there's more than two slots. slots. Marissa has a ton of slots. How many are there? Um, There are 14 slots. Dear Lord, Um, I don't know. She was. Must be some sort of medical. Not all of them now. How many you want to do? Well, no, we have to do. We have to do all of them now tonight. But you listen. When it comes to being a, a a great host or hostess in this case. Marissa Cakes Ash. She yes, always does she a does. great job and makes sure everyone has a great time. Yeah. yeah, so this is a wine and cheese party tonight. I believe you just show up and eat cheese and drink wine and hang out with Marissa. As implied by the name. As implied by the name. Yeah. Uh, and that's going to be from 6 8 tonight, Arch Enemy Arts. And uh, and they're also uh, going to have some uh, movie passes uh, to go to see this uh, this movie called Stuber. Okay. All right. We'll get you online now. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. Fill all slots. All right, thank you to uh, Pink's Hot Dog. Yeah! In the food court, and you can go to pinkshollywood.com. They brought in these special footlongs that they wrote uh, Pink's Loves WMMR on in mustard, which is really cool, and they brought chili dogs and all kinds of good stuff. I loaded with great food. I know I'm I'm going on and on about it, but that their their veggie hot dog, Pierre. Unbelievable. Okay. So good. You, um, I'm sorry. I actually, I ate one and Marissa has the other one, but it's just a, it's a mind blower how good it is. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So thank you to those guys. And thank you. Thank you to David Harbour. Yeah. From Stranger Things plays Hopper. He says, and I believe him. I don't think he was hyping at all. He's like season three is 
awesome. He said it is kick-ass. It is so good. Do you know what? First off, he is a fan of all this kind of stuff. That's why Stranger Things, he loves being a part of the series. And if you read the stuff he's into, I, I, I'll guarantee third season's going to kick ass. Yeah. Uh, so it's coming out on uh, July 4th. Yes, Pierre. Forgive my ignorance, but uh, I heard the whole interview and it was great. But what what is the premise of the show? I've not seen it. Well, those of us who haven't. Yeah, it's a group of kids who who live in this town called Hawkins, Indiana. There were some psychological testings done on these kids, and uh, there's there's other worldly things that are going on. Interdimensional. In, yeah, it's, it's it's sort of a a fulcrum for these bizarre happenings, and they're all sort of related. But uh, takes you know it has a very freaky Twilight uh, Zone ish. But but with with um. Twin Peaks. Well, well, part yeah. of it, part Lost. of it is also it's it's focused on the kids. Okay, and so you got these kids that are like uh, eleven and twelve years old, and it's it takes you back to childhood when you're we're it takes place in the 1980s, so it's a lot of bike riding and and people getting in they're getting into adventures on their own as kids, and they start to find out that these really strange things are happening, and uh, it's just well done, it's well written. Very, is he the father? No. He, he's, he's a, a sheriff. father figure of yeah. sorts eventually. But right. Yeah, he's the, he's the chief of police. Cool. All right. And uh, it's really, really well done. All right. And so since it's all there, and that, you want to watch both seasons, you can tear right through them. I'm going to go flicks it. You should flicks it. <laughs> flicks it like the wind. Uh, so what thank the kids you, say? Thank you to uh, David Harbour for being on the show this morning. Which is cool. You want to do the letter today? Flicks it. Let's do it. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... A as in arrangement. All righty. And we are going to give away four ringside seats for WWE Extreme Rules Sunday, July 14th, Wells Fargo Center. Uh, you can see Coffee Kingston, Kevin Owens, and Dolph Ziggler in a WWE Championship triple threat match uh, Seth Rollins and Baron Corbin in a WWE Universal Championship table match and many more. And Kelsey Grammer. Of your favorite <laughs> Raw and SmackDown Live superstars. I don't think Kelsey oh, Grammer is going to be there. Uh, tickets start at just $25 at uh, Wells Fargo Center Philly.com. So we'll give that away on Friday, which will be here before you know it. Uh, back from a day off, uh, Jackie Bam Bam did a wonderful job filling in for you. How was he? Uh, he was great. I only heard just a little smidgen, but Casey heard more of the show and said that he what crushed it. He crushed it. it. Crushed he crushed it. it. He, crushed he was it. very excited. He uh, was. He was texting me, uh, uh, and uh, I'm doing great. I'm crushing it. Uh, I'm going because people are really liking it. Bill liked that. Go, All right, good. Uh, he's no, he's uh, he out very, of a jab. He was a little nervous as well, though you could tell, you know, because he's he's taking he's taking the uh, the main seat there for that. It was very he, cool. He's not a daytime person. No, he is a vampire, so he probably didn't get any sleep yeah, prior to no. it. He'd probably been up all night and went right into the gig. But and there you go. At night, though, if you go in on a, sh- I know you have been a number of times. It, it, it's he's that's his element. Yeah. Those he just is he just loves it. He lives and breathes it. He's, he does live and breathe it. Yep. I've told you guys this story before, but he and I were at the Hooters a couple of years ago at the Keswick Theater, and it's a little warm in the room, sold-out house, and he's in full leather, <laughs> including a big, thick leather jacket. And I'm going, Jackie, why don't you just take that off? It's a little cold. He goes, I mean, a little hot. He goes, it's the look. <laughs> it's the look. It's the look. Can't do it. Can't do it. It's about rock and roll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I go. want my picture to blow up on Blabbermouth. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't always blabbermouth. 
Oh, I love your imitation of him. You have so many great imitations, but I love your Jackie. Oh, my God. Yeah. Sometimes Preston will get, uh, will get a text. That Preston will use a word like, you know, um, that's um, yeah, uh, circumstantial. Yeah, or something. Some circumstantial. Word. That's a great word. Yeah. He always texts Casey yeah. and lets him know. He's like, oh, I'm going to use that. You know, I'll say we're delving into the world of whatever. And he'll Paradise. Say, he said, delve. Delve. Oh, my God. Delve. <laughs> It's very nostalgic because I had a Delve computer growing up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Well, he said, let us, let us have a great day. Uh, You never know. Uh, so what is on your show today then, man? Well, I will have tickets for the Struts and Glorious Sons and Bones are coming to the area, not close by, but at Mount Airy Casino up in the Poconos, and we'll give a uh, hotel room for the evening along with that. We've got Workforce Blocks of Fleetwood Mac for Mick's birthday yesterday. We've got Disturbed in the Workforce Blocks. We've got Collective Soul, and I think I might replay the acoustic session that they did for us on the beach in Atlantic City oh, at that the was so of great. Memorial Weekend. I was listening to it the, the entire drive back up, and it was uh, a great conversation, and I know that they were sweating out there because they, <laughs> they were sitting and playing in the sun, but man, did it sound fantastic. It did sound good. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, I didn't get a chance to hear it back, but it sounded good on the boardwalk. Sometimes, you know, you don't know if the mix is going to make it to the radio or not. But right. they were, it was really, we were under the tent for the interview, took a break, and then they came back and played three songs, uh, including the single, Right as Rain. And uh, and it was beating, there was no there was no umbrella on their little stage. It was beating down upon them. And uh, Jesse, the guitar player, said, I wish I hadn't worn black pants. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but they did sound great. So. Cool. Excellent. Well, it should be a good time today. I want to thank our sponsors, Preston and Steve Show. Brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And the Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also, Ace. Uh, Ace, the Acme. Ace. Ace. Uh, the official super, supermarket of the Preston and Steve Show. And also by Winter Airport Parking, the fastest way in and out of Philly International Airport. Uh, tomorrow on our show, as we do on Wednesdays, we'll go on Fox Good Day. And... Uh, Connor Barwin is stopping by. How nice. cool is that? Got a charity concert coming up, so it'll be cool to see Connor. He's a great guy. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Live. Look, man, if I'm reading you my phone number, there's three sets of number with the area code. You do not have to give me a three-second uh-huh between each one. One, 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 uh-huh. Don't do it, people. Next message. Hey, just want to give a shout-out to Rita Cecily. Love you. It me. Next message. Sweaty ball sack, sweaty, sweaty ball sack. Sweaty ball sack, sweaty, sweaty ball sack. Sweaty ball sack, sweaty, sweaty ball sack. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack! Sell them for less. Hey, my name is Nate Bender from Checkpoint XP. And if you like video games, you should subscribe to the Checkpoint XP daily podcast from B-Pod Studios. On Checkpoint XP, we talk about the biggest stories in gaming, like the loot box controversy and the U.S. government getting involved with regulating video games. We also cover the latest news in the growing world of esports, like Nate Nanzer leaving the Overwatch League and joining Epic to jumpstart the Fortnite esports scene, or Tifu suing the esports organization that represents him.
Jason Faze Clan, and Checkpoint XP gets access to some of the biggest names in video gaming and geek culture, like Sam Regal from Critical Role, and one of the best Smash players in the world, Hungrybox of Team Liquid. So if you want to keep up on the latest in the world of video games, make sure you're subscribed to the Checkpoint XP Daily Podcast for new episodes Monday through Friday. Find us at bpodstudios.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.